Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. It's time for another wonderful episode of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We are right here at 30 Rackway, the beautiful Bucketorium. It's it's getting there, New Windsor, Illinois. We're uh, we're making this town something, I just want to say. I'm Steve. In the studio today is Kurt. Yo. Eric. Yo, yo. Doug. What up? Tank Intern Tank. How's it going? And one of my favorites, Jonathan Utah Jazz, or is known as uh, shorthand, is uh, Johnny Utah. What's up, dude? Holla. Hey, hey. <laughs> thanks for coming back. I didn't think you'd actually show back up. Oh no, dude! dude you don't have to take your shirt off. Damn. Bro. Yeah. Well, you got flex. I mean, on you, you want? Why you got flex on us that hard? The no, guns breathe, hot. huh? It's, it's hot. Man. You might have to take the thaw. So we're an extra <laughs> medium shirt in here, man. It's getting steamy in here. Oh, easy juice. Yeah, this is the uh, in the episode. Just. Excuse me while I whip this out. Yeah. <laughs> this is how we're starting off our 2020. Uh, Johnny Utah is stripping in studio, so that's yeah. uh, that's a hell of a way to kick the year off. Dude. Uh, you know, you guys give me a comeback second time. I mean, I figured it's the least I could do. Yeah, weed's legal in Illinois. Boomers are all upset about it. Johnny's <laughs> taking his shirt off. It's a new era here, baby. Shit's what? getting all It's a new weird. generation. <laughs> hell is going on, dude. This did not happen under Obama. I'm just saying that right now. Yeah, it's, it's a new year. socially acceptable. Trump <laughs> smokes mids. <laughs> <laughs> It's only funny if you live in Illinois. Yeah, it's, right it, now. It's, it's legal. We can talk about it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we kid, we kid. Um, you got a veteran shot. I'll just start off that and make up for everything anti-American we just did. Yes, we will. Uh, the veteran shout-out is sent in by John Hoodspeth. Here we go. Uh, he said, I'd like to shout-out my brother who recently got out of the Army after eight years of service, Captain Luke Hudspeth, and he gave me the pronunciation, but I can't read that. I don't know how that works. So you said Luke, it different twice. Yeah, I know. I, I did because I tried to read it. Luke did a uh, tour in Afghanistan as an artillery officer uh, and went on to join an airborne unit and became a paratrooper. So Gene Miller's already uh, loving it. By the time he finished his career, uh, he had completed ranger school, jump school, as well as master jump school. Good God, this Jeez. dude uh, killed it in eight years. Now that he's home, he's getting back into bow hunting, and it's uh, it's Very great cool. getting to share this together. So um, 
just want to say, That's Luke, awesome. thank you for your service to this country. John, thanks for sending that out. Thanks, guys. Thank um, you for your service, sir. He also thank wanted you. to say a PS here. He said, if you ever want a podcast with a big buck killing working class cattle rancher from Oklahoma, I'm your guy. All right, Google this dude. We need to find out if he's our guy or not. But uh, I'm sure he is. If he if he's writing <laughs> in and saying that, he probably is our guy. I'm thinking so. So, uh, Luke, once again, thank you for your service to this country. John, thank you for sending that in. If you have a vet shout out, go to workingclassbowhunter.com. Under the contact page, there's a vet shout-out. Uh, send, uh, send a pronunciation. I somehow still screw that up, but uh, send in all the information, and we'll get them shouted out on the episode. <laughs> that was a great one, Steve. Yeah, um, let's get on the episode. The podcast is presented by HHA Sports. Coming up to ATA, which is in next week. Holy moly. <laughs> which is in next week. In next yeah. week. It, it, is, it is within next yeah. week. Yes, it is. We, they will be there. If you're going to be there, make sure to swing by. I heard there's... Maybe some new stuff. I don't know for sure. I, I'm not going to say here nor there, but I say it's probably worth checking out. Uh, check out hhasports.com, the leader in single pin sites. If you have never tried a single pin site, I would highly suggest it. For me, it has changed my archery game, uh, my long distance game, um, my shot game. You know, when I shoot at a deer, if he's 30 yards or 33 yards, I'm not shooting with my 30 pin a little high. I'm shooting them at 33, 33 yards. yards. And that can make you slow down and really shoot at the actual distance that the deer's at. Uh, also brought to you by Scent Crusher. Um, been a partner of ours for a long time. Just as long, maybe a little longer than the HHA. I don't know. But uh, the leader in ozone scent eliminating products, we love them. The new locker, is that what they're calling it? Yep. Yeah, yeah, it looks yep. it's it's convenient, man. <laughs> it's like Especially. space space age shit. Yeah, so for yeah. you know, if you wanted to oh you always wanted a closet, but you're like, you know what, I can't really justify that. I might not have enough gear to do that, or you just want to do it single it's it's perfect. Or you're taking that to hunting camp, easy setup, it's it's it, it's, it's gonna be awesome. It's the size of a locker. Can't go wrong. Also, North American Whitetail Championship. Uh, I think our boy from <laughs> Buckstorm is still winning his region with his big archery buck from South Dakota, and he could be in the running to win 50 grand at the finals, which is really cool. Uh, check out North American Whitetail Championship.com or NAWTC.com. Um, I think you can use code WCB25 on entry. Um, also, Thermos Seat, um, they make actually, fun fact, the seats for the DeQuisto series stands, uh, which is also another one of our partners. But we got a podcast coming up with Thermos Seat. Oh, God, can't wait. Boys. I'm missing that one. Oh, you are. Yeah, I yeah, won't be there that, the first day. That one's probably going to get out of here. Oh, yeah. Fucking Joey, dude. <laughs> I'll get out of here for sure. Also, uh, Victory Archery. We got an episode coming up with Victory. Yep. Uh, I will be there for that one, I believe, mm. which I'm excited for. Uh, Loophold Optics. Um, absolutely love our binos and rangefinder goodies. Um, check them out. Uh, Lone Wolf Custom Gear. They will be there. A couple new products coming out of ATA. Uh, LoneWolfCustomGear.com. You can use code WCB on everything um, from merch to... You know, if you want an ambush or a DeQuisto Series 1.0, that's what you got to do. Um, fuck you doing, Steve? Um, also, Lead Archery. The new bow is out, and I'm excited. I haven't shot it yet. I haven't either. No, we'll probably shoot at ATA. The, there's the Cure. Yeah, and we will I'm, shoot it. I, I, do you know what? I'm a little sad. I don't think Darren Christianberry is going to be at ATA. He just what? had knee surgery. Oh, shit. I just saw that, like, uh, a couple days ago. So, he looked like he was standing, but I don't think... You want to be an ATA just fresh off knee surgery. He'll crutch so. his ass around. He'll be fine. Yeah. I hope so. Get a wheelchair. I got one. I'll bring it to you. I guarantee it. He's <laughs> a little razzy scooter. Yeah, the scooter. He'll be there shooting bows out of a wheelchair. Get one of those e bikes, you know? Put them on one of them. Yeah. Darren will figure it out. Oh, yeah. I hope so. I'd love to see that guy. Um, also, Old Barn Taxidermy. Hey. 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 And I got to add, out of the podcast crew, I'm the only motherfucker that's got anything at Old Barn. Let's talk about that, boys. It's true. It's true. 
I'm going to talk about it. I'm more pointed my direction at... Subject. Wait, Wait, I didn't expect Steve to have anything there, but okay. I expected Doug and Eric to have <laughs> something real nice there. And you guys could have. We could have, yes. So and what's it's up? It's only like 10 miles away from where we hunt, so... Yeah. Is, did you guys there just not want to go to Old Barn and see them so you didn't shoot anything? You don't like Sam, or? do you? That's what it is. No, you you hate that family. You just don't like the people there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I've never met them yet. <laughs> I think they're great people. So oh, yeah. You haven't, you haven't been there yet, have you, Doug? I have not. Oh, oh shit. Oh, I thought you were at the open house. Um, yeah. I really like the people at Old Barn, so I'm like, I'm going to shoot two nice bucks this year, and that way I, they can mount them for me and an antelope. Did you? Yeah. yeah did you really? Yeah, so I'm, I just went in to hang out. and. Hey, the season ain't over yet. It's not. It's not. You so, know what I was thinking? So. Ju- Julian Loker, uh, one of our buddies who's been on the show a couple times, he is one of the – it's fair to say he's one of the head taxidermists at Old Barn, isn't it? Uh, for Whitetails, yeah. Yeah, for Whitetails. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, that guy – I was thinking about his passion for taxidermy the other day because they were dropping off uh, the buck creepy. That guy is so passionate about taxidermy. I feel like if he keeps going at it, like – because I don't know how – he's probably our age – Little yeah, older, maybe so. thirty. Yeah. Thirty, yeah, he's yeah. our, age. our age. I think if he stays the way he does with his mindset and like just excitement about mounting stuff, mm-hmm. that guy's going to be a legend in the taxidermy game. And like in twenty years, people are going to know Julian Loker. Yeah, and he hasn't been doing it very long. No, it's uh, it's it's pretty impressive. You know, because I've it's like tattoos. A lot of us have yep. tattoos. I'm not mm-hmm. a tattooer, but. I know good taxidermy or taxidermy and tattoo work, mm-hmm. you know. So just from kind of hand around, in hand in a weird way, it is in a it weird is. related way. And seeing seeing what Julian's done in just two and a half three years that he's been doing it, it's yeah. very impressive. Mm-hmm. I have a mount from him from uh, the ten pointer I shot last year, and it beats out ninety five percent of my mounts. Not that I have like a hundred of them, but like you know, Mark Rife mount is probably you know mark rife has been a almost not, i wouldn't say lifelong tax he's been doing it for a long time and long mark, time mark rife i would mm-hmm. i would put my money on it mark is probably one of the best in the midwest but he doesn't do it full-time anymore so um but my mark rife mount is by far the nicest one i got and julian for the little amount of time he's been doing it it's it beats out every other mount but the Mark Rife mount, and I can't, I can't even imagine. I'm excited to get these bucks back from Julian because just to see the the, the growth and the pro- and, and the progression, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Because he did my mule deer, yeah, Julian did, yeah, it, and he did an awesome job on that. And he did yours too, Doug, right? Yeah, he did yep. my yep. white tail also. Oh, he did. I thought so. I couldn't remember though. But yeah, Old Barn Taxidermy. If they they are in Fort Madison, Iowa, um, if you can get over that way, highly recommended. Um, tell them working class bow hunter sent you, and they'll be like, "Oh, those guys are all right." And then they'll yeah. check you and take care of you. <laughs> they are What's right. good too, hey. if you're not close around, they have a lot of drop off points too. Yes, they do. So like our local here, R and R is a drop off point, so you mm-hmm. can drop it off there, pay a fee, and they'll bet North Iowa. Yep, bet North Iowa, so they'll take it, deliver it down there for you. I don't know of any others off the top of my head, but I'm sure there's a list if you go to the website. But yeah, I, I remember when you guys said that. I'm like, that's super convenient, uh, yeah. especially for, and they've got. So they've got quite a big staff down there. I remember when we went down there, we met you, and it was the uh, open house. And I thought it was the coolest thing because when I show up there, uh, fucking Santa Claus is right there. I'm like, hey, all right, <laughs> this is a party now. Yeah. You get to sit on this dude's lap. You're <laughs> all <see>? Now, because <laughs> he was looking forward to yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, come here, big boy. All right, uh, let's, let's let's switch uh, gears a minute. Well, I, I wanted to talk about Santa delivering stuff, but okay. We'll, mm. we'll move on. We'll move on. Is that is that a thing? Does Santa deliver mounts? So, he, he yes and no. Uh, I know, he I he has delivered some mounts. Um, we went over and, and did that delivery with the kids. Um, 
And that was pretty cool. But he's mostly doing some pickup and drop off of hides, like some of these outposts that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he was getting up in the Santa, the Santa get up and stuff. And it was kind of oh, neat. I wasn't there for that whole part. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, it, it was kind of cool. I was like, oh, that's, that's this neat. is at the open house at Old Barn. He's yep. Yeah. About. Yep. Very cool. All right. So the segment, this is the second time we've done this segment. First time in 2020. See what I did there. Um, the unpopular opinion segment. And so far, I don't really have any positive or negative feedback on this segment. There's a few people that chimed in, um, like through Instagram messages, about right. last one, which was, is the rock on symbol and like a hero pick or a trophy photo disrespectful or not? Um, so we have, five, you got five minutes ready to rock? Yeah, it's ready to go. You just hit start and it's good to go. All right, here's, it's a five minute segment. Feel free to message after the show what you think. Starting now, here's the question. Um, should deer drives be illegal? Whoever wants to go first. Um, dude, yeah. I, I'll, Johnny's I'll, like, me? What? I mean, shit, dude, I'll go. I'd say, so, and I've, I've, I had this idea. And I always thought that, dude, people who do deer drives are the same type of people who would put Garth Brooks on their country greatest artist, Mount Rushmore. These people should not have guns. Jesus. And if you're going to do shit like this, how, how many times do hold you on, see? Hold on, hold on, Why are you going in so hard on this? Because because how you many did, times you when you come see? In a hard. You don't you have see, any hunting experience, like, really have an opinion on this. No, but I have news when I used to do a segment. <laughs> so I used to write the news for this fucking show. Uh, half the time, people were getting shot during deer drives. It's like, okay, why don't you guys? Valid point. What okay. does everybody do? Valid and, point. And yeah. it's always, it's always those same dudes. Who I it shouldn't be illegal. Like I, you should be able to kill deer, right? It, but the only reason why I think it should be illegal yeah, is because next. every time you hear a guy that says, "Well, yeah, I mean, we're hunting. We uh, we killed a couple deer." It's like, dude, I like I just hate when people got to you know, and because I'm guilty of this. Like when people have to celebrate accomplishments where they did little to no fucking work. Like that might okay, be on the okay. podcast. I just hate myself. All right, I, okay. here, we'll move on. I want to go next because what you just said is idiotic and coming from no uh, reason. <laughs> it's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> 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 took, I overtook we my are, time. We so. are now dumber yeah. listening. Yeah, to <laughs> I got. We already no points. Um, all right, I got to hurry up. So I think that I don't know if it should be illegal, but I would say uh, hunting. I think is beating an animal at its own game. And I think deer driving is not a fair chase way of killing um, a living animal. I just think that it's not really in the highest respect. I think it's a little careless, a little sloppy. Um, but at the same time, I get how it's some people's traditions. And I get why some people continue to do it if they only have a couple of days to hunt. I will never do it. I've never killed a deer doing it. I don't know if it should be illegal. Um, I think it is dangerous and people get shot a lot. So maybe it should be debated. I'm, I'm 60% it should be illegal, 40%. Right. I don't know. I don't think it should be illegal. I I grew up doing it. I get it. But now what I know about hunting now, I think it's idiotic. It's stupid. Okay. I think. But yeah, uh, that's fair. It's just crazy that, you know, the guy. Two minutes, they, 35 seconds. Okay. They push a bunch of deer, blast away, and then there's 15 deer laying in the middle of the field. I think it's fucking crazy. But Johnny, got any? So I don't hunt with guns, so I'll never participate in deer driving. Um, I'm not, I'm very outspoken that I'm not a fan of deer drives, but partially because of what comes with it in Iowa, party hunting. I'm a bigger anti-party hunting person. You know, I saw a post on just the other day, a guy was like, yeah, I had a pretty good weekend. This was my fifth buck of the weekend. Oh shit. And I'm just like, ah, and then there was a big, large, uh, deer driving group uh, a couple years ago in Iowa that, Hey, Hey, did you guys have a good day? And they said, yeah, we, 
we knocked a lot down. Bucks, does, what? Don't know. We're getting ready to go pick up and find out oh, what we got. No. They just let them lay until they went and got them. Well, they didn't, yeah, they didn't even know what they were shooting. Bucks or does. They just oh, saw brown. Just and, oh. That's how people get shot, man. So, And I get it. And, and, and I'll probably lose a follower or 10. You can't make everybody happy. You know, because of this. But it's just one of those situations. I, I Like everybody said, key points. I respect the tradition of it. I understand time's limited. Just the carelessness of it yeah. in totality is what I have a huge issue with. It's what with. puts hunter, hunters in the news as being kind of idiotic. It is. Right. Yeah. It is. Right. Anybody yeah. else? We got a minute right, and 15 so I think, seconds. I think it should be legal, but there should be a number of hunters allowed to drive a piece. There you go. That's a good valid point. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Instead of like, like give me a number. Like five sitters, five pushers maybe. That's still, I think, a lot. That's still a lot. That's a I five also, total. Five total. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also agree with Johnny, though, that party hunting should be illegal. It's party awful. hunting should be illegal, yeah, yeah. yes. Can Shouldn't be able to use a buck take for someone else's deer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's my problem. I was with talking with right one of the DNR guys in, um, in my county, and the oldest uh, Iowa resident on record that bought a deer tag was 107 last year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Died. Getting out there and tearing yeah. up the countryside, huh? He's a pusher for sure. I bet he voted, too. <laughs> Twice. Anybody yeah, else got anything? Got thirty seconds. Uh, basically, what Johnny said, I, I will. Uh, I want to take credit for that too. You want to erase everything he said? Yeah, I want to erase everything I said. And just Johnny said it more eloquently, so I agree with Johnny. Uh, just er- eliminate what I said, and I, I just want to go with what John said. Sweet, I like that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. All right, Steve. There's we got fifteen seconds left. So fifteen seconds. Pretty good. Well, we don't have to use up all all the time. Well, well, fuck it. All right, we finish early, which I'm used to. We did last time too. That's pretty good. Yeah. I just think that's kind of fun to throw like those yeah, questions, you know, and and get people talking. For yeah. A well, as soon as you asked the question, in my face, I was like, "Yeah, I saw you." Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna piss some people. Off. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, it's unpopular. It's an it, unpopular opinion. It well, is. You tell them it's better to be pissed off than pissed on. That's Unless right. you're into that, That's then right. you know, yeah, it's right. not really that. If you got a problem with it? Tell me. You know. Well, <laughs> yeah. bottom line, with that segment, all it is is trying to get us all engaged and conversating about things that are kind of like, eh, you know, right? We're all hundred people day, that want people want to talk about, but they don't want to talk correct. about it. Right. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, whatever. But I think it's kind of fun. Let us know if you like that segment. Let us know what you think. Um, if you have ideas for an unpopular opinion segment, throw them at us. DM us, you know. Yeah, um, hit our DM. It's 2020. Slide into the DM. Slide on right. in. Right. DM's gonna, I'm glad you shoot know your shot. That, Come on in, shoot take your, your shirt off, dude. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, what's up, man? Thanks for coming back. Thanks for having me, man. You got a nice pump going on. Did you uh, lift before you got here? No. Really? <laughs> on the way, on the way here. Right. Yeah, I, I'm like uh, uh, Stallone and over the top. I've got one of those cable machines. I'm like, that's his awesome. center console. Over the top. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, man, it's been I think three twelve or something was the last time you were on. I don't remember exactly. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Episode three hundred twelve. Yep. We are now three hundred and forty one. Nice. So welcome back. I, I yeah. was hoping you're going to come back. Sometimes yeah. we scare people off and they don't come back. No, no. But what do you think of the new digs? I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot more. A little room. more room, huh? <laughs> yeah, a little, yeah. yeah. little bit, a little bit, a little pre-construction. Exactly. But it's a. Uh, it's going to be good in here, I think, man. When it's all done up, and I'm, sure. I'm going to feel a little more confident in having people over and. Yeah, you know, like I've, I've said before in our last podcast, the goal is to have more in studio guests. I feel like it makes for a better show. Y- yeah, I mean, hands down, I I, I like to be in person with people. Yeah. You gauge responses, and mm-hmm. I kind of feed off of that. Right. And, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Phone interviews are good. Like from the listener, it's kind of like sometimes it works really well. Like if Jim right. Shockey's going to call in, like I use that as an example. Like I'm, he's not going to fly down here to to come and sit in our studio <laughs> sure. for an hour. You know, you never know. But yeah. I mean, he could. Well, you never know. I mean, working class is 
getting up there. The most yeah. known unknown. Well, you know what's uh, three six mafia said that one time. <laughs> yeah. What was uh, what was awesome is after we did that that podcast with you. I mean, you've got a f- fantastic story. Um, a lot of people told me they were like, "Dude, that was one of my favorites" because you took us on a journey. And great feedback from that show. Uh, mm-hmm. gr- absolutely great feedback. So we're super happy to have you back. Um, and we don't have to go back into it. Go go find the old podcast. Listen to that if you're unfamiliar with sure. uh, Johnny Utah. But um, since then, you know, you became one of my favorite dudes. I was like, "Yo, this guy's got." Great story. You got great ambition. And I remember I put the question out um, there because going back, you, you kind of dipped your toes in a bunch of different things. And yeah. you were like, yo, I'm like hunting. This is like my thing now. Mm-hmm. And I'm a family man first, but I, I got to hunt. And after that, I was like, dude, I love Johnny. I want to see what he does. And uh, you had probably one hell of a season. <laughs> it wasn't. I mean, it's, yeah, it was. It turned out pretty good. Like when I, you know, when I was here, um, you know, I was getting ready to go bear hunting. And first time I'd ever been bear hunting, so I was really kind of geared up for that. And, um, you know, I ended up going to Canada for the first time, and that was a connection that I made through Sam Gaylord with Old Barn. Yeah. And um, I went up, and and people were like, oh, man, I'm surprised you're going to an outfitter. Like, you're not the outfitting type guy. You're kind of the DIY guy. Sure. Um, but the way it works in Canada, if you're a non-resident, you can't just – I mean, you are hunting what they call crown land, which is what we call public mm-hmm. land. Mm. but. If you are if you're a resident, you just go into the public land, you hunt away. If you're a non-resident, you go to like um, Canadian Tire and you get your license. <laughs> but to get an actual tag, <laughs> Canadian Tire, so to speak, yeah. you actually have to go through an outfitter. Oh, and gotcha. that's how they kind of police it and keep it from. Right? Could you imagine, right. like, if there wasn't that way, like, just everybody from the lower forty-eight right. would be driving up and Dr- walking around? Yeah, not, yeah. So, not knowing any of the rules or nothing. Yeah, and it's like a totally open weapon, right? Yeah. So you can do whatever. Oh, so, really? Because you imagine people, lower 48 hillbillies up there, you know, <laughs> yeah. toting around rifles. <laughs> so you know, the whole season was open? Yeah. Really? Yeah, so it's pretty crazy. So you have to kind of go through an outfitter. Um, this particular outfitter is, this isn't me like talking shit on him. Uh-huh. It's, there's a bed. I've got a bunch of bait sites. I'll draw you a map if you need to. Don't get eaten. Have fun. No shit. <laughs> kind yeah. of one of the best outfitters. Shit. It's, it's kind of like, cool. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it. so I go up there. I hunt hard for a week. Um, I actually had an encounter with a real, real big bear, but I was self-filming. And I, I mean, I, I'm a videographer and a right. photographer. So, like, and I know what show. my job is to. Yeah. I know but what my shout, job is to Shout out to the do. show, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's Arrow Wild TV. Um but when I'm in a hunting situation, I'm the hunter. Right. right. So as soon as I see this bear, I'm thinking, fuck, how I kill him? Yeah. I come to full draw, anchor, and, oh, crap, I have to let down and turn the camera on. Oh. Uh, so oh, I let down, fuck. turn the camera on, set focus. I have to bump my ISO because it's in that last light. Yeah. So I'm running yeah. up my ISO, come back to full draw, and he never gives me another broadside shot. Uh-huh very novice to bear hunting and everybody said you have to take a broadside shot don't take any shot other than broadside no on, shit. A, on a bear that's what i've always been told right so i was like oh man he's not giving me a broadside he spins on his ass and he exits stage left and that's it and then the rest of the week i kept seeing these little bears and i said it in my episode once you see a big bear you don't want to shoot a little bear right so i didn't shoot a bear and i'm driving home i'm like oh man i ate tag suit I'm a loser. And I made it like <laughs> somewhere in uh, Minnesota and the the outfitter calls me and they said, dude, you were such a pleasure to have in camp all week. We want you to come back. No shit. You know, we want you to come back. We want you to fill your tag. 
So I, you know, looked at it and went, man, I'm got to be, I got to be in Northwest Alberta, BC. Then I got to go to Kentucky. I had photo shoots, you know, like oh, right, booked right. and booked and booked. And I'm like, you know what? In 30 days, I think I could slide back up there. So I come home and I asked my wife, I said, hey, uh, <laughs> hey, do you mind if I go back to Canada one more time? And she's just like, Jesus, you're going to do it anyways. Like, right. I don't even know why why, you're why you How far you? was your tail tucked between your legs when you had to bring that one up? So far. Like, I could see the tail on the front side. You know? um, so I ended up going up there. I left my house at 9 p.m. and uh, drove through the night. Um, hit a little bit of fog, pulled over on the side of the road for a little bit, ended up getting up there about 2 p.m., uh, took a scent shower, went in with my lone wolf uh, stand mm-hmm. and um, hung a set. Two hours later, the biggest bear I've ever seen in my life on TV or in person or whatever comes stepping out, and I killed him at like 12 yards. No shit. Did you know that? Like coming in, you're like, oh, fuck. No, no, not at all. I mean, like when I saw him, I knew – I knew it was a big bear, but right. I had no idea that there was a big bear, you know, in that area. What do they call those things? A uh, fucking giant? Is that giant, what it is? Giant Bruins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I shoot him, and I'm like, oh, that happened quick, yeah. you know? And um, I'm sitting there, and I have, like, a nervous tick, you know? Like, after I shoot, some people are like, <laughs> you yeah. know? And yeah. I always put my hand, and I just go, Oh boy, you know what I mean? And I basically am making a fist, you know, with my hand like in my in my fist and I'm just like, "Oh god, what just happened?" And maybe 5 seconds later, I hear this, you know, this big infamous death moan yeah, that yeah. I had never heard before uh with my own ears, but I heard it and I'm like, "Was Ooh. that what I think it was?" And then he did it a second time and I'm like, "Oh, thanks for the confirmation." Right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it was. So yeah, that's exactly what it was. I call the uh call the outfitter and I said, "Hey, I said um I just shot a just shot a bear. Yeah, and now I'll so I'll do my voice and I'll do his voice. And I said, "Hey, Bob," I was like, "I, I just I just shot a big bear." And he's like, "Oh, you fucking shot a big bear, eh?" And I said, "Yeah, yeah, it's a real big bear." And he's like, "Wow, fucking big is he?" And I was like, "I don't know. I, I haven't know gone bears. I haven't gone down yet." And he goes. What are you fucking American pussies? Get on the ground and see how big the fucking bear is. <laughs> so I, uh, I'm like, okay, I'll call you back. So I get off the phone with him. I mean, I didn't want to mess up his yeah. mojo. I didn't know what to do. Right, if you're yeah. an American, you got to represent, dude. You can't be like, man, I'm not well, gonna let this. Obviously, that dude's kind of hard to read, you know. Yeah, very, yeah. and he's been guiding up there for 40 years, like, so. You know, and, and I'm there on a hunt kind of representing old barn. So, like, I don't want to mess anything up. <laughs> right, right. So, I, I get on the ground, and, and we don't, like, there is no blood trailing. I just went to the sound where I heard it. Oh, yeah. 35 oh, yards. Is it and, thick as hell up there on the terrain? Dude, like, like Narnia has nothing on that stuff. Really? Stupid. I've, I've heard that, and I heard, like, in those areas, hunting over baits is, like, the only way to control it's it. It's the only way, because that's the only place you're ever going to see them. Yeah, you know? yeah. They could be five yards from you, and you never even know it. And they're silent. When this bear came in, I mean, he's 545 pounds. I never heard him. And at one time on the video, (laughs) you can see him. uh, He's about 12 feet, 13 feet from the base of my tree. No shit, dude. And dude, that's two Brock Lesnar's. Holy fuck. Yeah, yeah. And I never, and you never, like, and you can't hear anything. And it's yeah. dead quiet. You know those days where you're in the woods and you're like, it's almost kind of creepy quiet. Yeah, you yeah, know, it's yeah. creepy. And you can't hear anything. The only thing you heard was one time he stepped on a branch uh-huh. and it broke. And I was like, ooh, that's a big bear. Uh-huh. But um, so I, I go and I find him. And, um, you know, I don't think of myself as a little guy. And it took everything I had to to roll his head to actually see what his head looked like. That's oh, all shit. I could lift was his head. Damn. And I'm like, okay. 
<laughs> so he brings the Argo. It takes five grown men to slide him into the back of the Argo. Holy and shit. I've never felt so defensive. Like I'm useless. I'm yeah. doing nothing. You know what I mean? Like I can't lift this thing. So we get him up in and, and we get him back and, and he's like, um, he's like, get him inside, get him inside, close the doors. So he closed the doors and I'm kind of like, why is this all so secretive? And he's like, right. if anybody asks you, you did not kill that bear there. Oh shit. And I'm like, Oh fuck me. I'm like, dude, like I, you know, <laughs> you I just you, filmed you think all you this. Fucked up? Yeah. I'm like, you sent me to go kill a bear someplace where I wasn't supposed to kill one, right, you know? Right. I'm like, I, yep, that's it. Cool. Well, I guess we'll go back to maybe being a cop or something. Oh. You know, like, I'm, I'm out of a job. You break the law and your yeah. first thing is I'll go be a fucking cop again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is wrong you know. with you? <laughs> so I'm like, well, I better, I guess I better think about plan B here. And Jeez. so I kind of pulled him to the side and I said, hey, I said, did I just do something illegal? You know, like, am I going to have to like try to burn this SD card real fast? Right, you know? Yeah. And, um, and he goes, no, he's like, I don't want the locals coming in on my shit. You oh know no what I mean? shit. He's like, if oh, anybody yeah. finds out there was a bear that big, he's like, I'll have all the locals down here, you know, in Nipigan, like, you know, trying to get on my shit. So I'm like, gotcha. Um, so I felt better, but, um, yeah, we ended up throwing him up on a scale and I mean, just the hide alone was like 115 pounds. <laughs> Did he tell you at this point, was he like, that's a booner? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, so he was, as he was walking up to the bear with me, he's like, Oh, that's probably 400 pounds. Eh? Uh, four fifty. And then he goes, fuck, that's a big bear. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> and then when he put his hands on him, he goes, Oh, he's over five. No shit. Jesus. Yeah. So it's the second biggest, uh, weight wise. It was the second biggest bear that's ever been killed, um, in Northwest Ontario, um, in 40 years. No shit. By, oh, by weight. Shit. And I need to get you to uh, measure the skull officially. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, there's two measurements. You know, it's pretty easy. Yeah, I, I, and I use the calipers. Yep. And um, I waited till after it was already been beetled and boiled mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Can but, I uh, Can I start it? USA. Yeah. USA. The <laughs> fucking Yank had to come up there and show those letter Kenyans. Yeah. It's fucking done. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's Jesus. awesome. That's fucking So great. he was um, like 20 and 5 eighths. That's a big black bear, man. Yeah. Yeah. So um, super, super big. And, you know, whenever you start looking at the record books, it's like. 18 is Pope and Young for everyone. Yeah, what wondering. is it? What is that Pope and Young measure? What do you measure? 18. I know it's a skull. What it's length you, like, and width. Length and width. Length and width. Fuck. Yeah. That's all it is. And it's uh, skulls <laughs> are to the nearest 16th of an inch, not eighth, like antlers. Mm and then um some big fucking head yeah yeah um, no you don't understand like an inch in skulls like that an inch is a lot that's huge yeah if, if, you're, you're, yeah. if you're in 16 yeah i've measured two black bears and they were both like just pope and young like one was 18 even and one was like 18 and like just a little bit of change just making it in the book so yeah. that would like be that's... the biggest black bear i've skull i've ever obviously ever measured or probably ever seen well, and it's funny because, I mean, there was 20 and 7 eighths, and it's like rifle. You know, 20 and, you know, 9 sixteenths yeah. rifle. And yeah. I had to go way down to get to archery. And um, so I know he's going to be way up there yeah. in, like, Canada all-time record. Well, because majority of people, they're probably hunting with rifles, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Since it's all an open That's season. So yeah. Hey, yeah. and the first Boone and Crockett kill out of a custom gear. That's trip. right. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was that was one of those things that I was probably like most happy about. Like I sent Cody a text message from Canada, and I was like, "Oh, by the way, I killed a bear," and I didn't get a text back because it's Cody. Because it's Cody. Yeah, it's Cody, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know how many messages I get? Hey, uh, I can't get a hold of Cody. Can I'm like, yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> and then uh, I sent him another one, and I was like, "By the way, first first Boone and Crockett, you know, uh, animal out of a out of a lone wolf tree stand." So and then um, did you hear from him after that? No. 
No, I'm still didn't. I think it's like three days later. Cody's like a 65 year old man. Yeah. He looks at his phone once a day. Yeah. Does he still have a flip phone? No, he has an iPhone. iPhone, Might as well. He literally doesn't look at his phone. He just doesn't. But it's funny because then I I got like a text back from him and he's like, J Bone, awesome, dude. He's like, did you get me a photo of like packing out the bear on the back of the stand on the shelf? (laughs) He's 545 pounds. Like, no. No, I didn't. It might have been able to hold it, but I physically couldn't do it. And he's like, well, what about like the hide? Did you roll up the hide and at least, you know, carry that out? And I said, again, the hide filled a 55-gallon trash bag. God damn. You wouldn't have been able to see the stand or me. You're packing them out with contractor bags. That's a big bastard at that point. Yeah. That's awesome, man. So So have you ever seen a a dead black bear like before this? Well, when I was there the first week, yes, there were some other guys there that had killed some like two... 250s. There was one that was like 270. Is that probably average? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty average. Like a 250, 300 pound bear for that area is really? is is actually one of the bigger. Is kind of on the bigger than average. That's, that's like, the, like a high that. 140s buck. Yeah, he doubled it. He doubled. You doubled our 140s buck. You'd say or? Well, I mean, I'm trying the, to comp- in the world of things. In the world of black bears, yeah, a 250 bear. Well, not let's exclude like North Carolina. Because there's no hibernation, so those things can just eat and eat. Right. And eat, oh, no right, shit. Right. Uh, so northern bears, I mean, like a 250 bear, I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, it's like a 145, 150 class. Really? Thereabouts. And I'd say like a 545 bear is probably like a 230 free range. With double drops. Double <laughs> drops. What? So that's when awesome. was it that you like killed him? What? Uh, what like I, because I, I always forget when the season is. It's uh, it's usually spring bear up there. Um, I forget the exact dates of it. I just spring. Yeah, they do spring and fall, um, and a lot of people do like spring bear hunting is probably more popular. Yeah, that's why yeah, everybody goes up hunting. in the spring. That's why I've always because they're yeah. more hungry when they come out of hibernation, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and what I found, um, even though it was just a month apart, like I went there for the first week of their season, and then I went uh, a month later and. What I, for me, what it seemed like is the bigger bears were like, it is time to eat because winter's almost here. Right. So they were coming to the bait like a lot more regular. Mm-hmm. Right. Same thing. Everybody wants to rush out and get there the opening week. And, and for me, I mean, I was there two hours and it, it was, was amazing, done. dude. And you drove how long? Uh, 14 and a half hours each way. <laughs> 14, uh, okay. Yeah. So let's recap. <laughs> yeah. You have a Boone and Crockett antelope. Yeah. And you have a Boone and Crockett black bear. Yeah. Man. And I'm a whitetail hunter yeah. with no Boone and Crockett whitetails. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I no, you're like everybody else. Yeah. Except for yeah. the you know, the black bear and the antelope part, but yeah. yeah. You're exceptional in there. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Oh, it's I mean So what what kind of mount are you gonna do? Full. Yeah, you got to, right? Yeah, yeah full life size mount. Um think you'll get like I don't know I don't know how that it'll works. be at the Deer Classic too. I'll have it at the at the oh, nice. full yeah, mount. I'll have an Arrow Wild booth at the oh, uh, yeah. Deer Classic, so I'm gonna have him in the Oh booth. dope. Okay. Um do you? Th- I don't know if they do awards or anything. I wonder if you got like the biggest bear killed this year with a bow. I, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah I want, you got to be up there, right? I would think at the classic. You mean, or just no, in like, general? Uh, I'm sure they have a record book for whatever province you're in. It's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be the top. It, yeah, I think it has to be the top. Dude, we should have been province. We should have been drinking some Molson. I don't know how to podcast. look that up. Fuck Molson's. We got so Bush do you, Light. Do you <laughs> think it was the bear you saw the first time? No. No, no. Well, uh, the ba- the bear that I saw the first time had one of the he had a, a, the white blaze. Those are cool, man. Yeah, uh, and it was funny because he was sitting down and kind of facing me, 
And I kept looking at that blaze, and I'm like, dude, I could put that right at the <laughs> point of that blaze. So, yeah. But I didn't take the shot because everybody said, you know. Uh, so why, get, why is the broadside thing? Do you know? Uh, because allowed? of the lungs. They, they're kind of like a whitetail. You know, yeah. you get one lung. like Right. Mm, is it true? I don't. I, honest, I know almost nothing about black bears. Is it true that their vitals are arranged different than a whitetail? They tail? are, yeah. It's more, I heard center body is a good shot. It is. Yeah, yeah, and if, and if you you know if anybody's watched the episode um, that I've got on the Arrow Wild YouTube channel, um, there the shot was actually just a tick back of what I would prefer for a white tail. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I was like, you know what, I'm not taking any chances. I'm getting solid double lung, yeah, right, right a good right. pass through, um, no shoulder. Yep. Stay and, away from that shoulder. Yeah. yeah you're yeah. not going to get through that. They got a legit shoulder. You yeah. Know what right. I mean? um, they got a fighting shoulder. 540 yeah. pound shoulder. So I wanted to stay away from <laughs> yeah. that for sure. Um, but when I went back to camp after that first week, I showed the outfitter the video footage. And I'm like, see, that's the only shot he gave me was, you know, when he was facing me. And he goes, he pulls me aside. He goes, now, all these other fox in camp, he's like, I tell these people, you know, don't take those shots. I've yeah. seen them shoot. He Safe. goes, He's like, you killed an antelope at 72 yards. You take that fucking shot. You know? He's like, That's yeah, a he's compliment like, for yeah. So like I that. was like, yeah, yeah. well, if I'm ever in that situation yeah. again, you know, I can, don't know. Can you shout out this outfit or you want to keep his name nameless? Because no, this uh, dude sounds fucking awesome. No, he's great. He's great. Uh, Bob Beerman. Uh, Bob Bearman. And that's what's Bear the chance yeah, his last name is Bearman. That's right. His, that's his legit name. I, I we uh, we were we were. That's really his name. Yeah. Do yeah, people we were, call him Bearman? Uh, yeah. Well, we were hanging out one night, and I said um, it got quiet, you know, in this around the campfire, and I was like, "Hey, Bob, did did you change your name by chance?" I mean, it's a legitimate <laughs> question. You know? Oh what's yeah, for sure. Yeah, why not? You know, it's like, hey, what's your name? Kurt Podcaster. Yeah. <laughs> like you change your name, you know. Um, Kurt Steve gives gives Steve shit. <laughs> Shut up, dude. So he, I'm that's Steve his real receives name. shit. <laughs> um, but it's uh, Nipigon River Bear Hunts. Um, that's where I was up. Is, Nipigon uh, River Bear Hunts. Yeah. Sorry, um, but also with Old alone. Barn is uh, Sam and Linda have started a uh, Old Barn Adventures. So they're going to become kind of a booking agent for a lot of different hunts. No shit. Yeah, so you can actually reach out to Old Barn. I, I fucking love those two. I'm yeah. glad they're doing that. They, yeah. They've got a fantastic history. We got we, we have to do a full podcast with those guys. We do. We have to go down there and do a podcast for sure. Uh, Sam's yeah. a big pro wrestling fan. That's why I like him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Sam, Sam's been in the game a long time. He's, uh-huh. he's hunted a lot. He's hung around a lot of people, and uh, he loves Canada. Like literally, the dude loves loves Canada. <laughs> when we were there for the open house, I literally had just met him. Sorry, everyone, I'm still very sick. Like, still legit. Have, he's got num- he's got ammonia. I got ammonia, ammonia and bronchitis yeah. still. So I'm dying over here. I apologize for the coughing. He's got ammonia and bronchitis. Um, yeah, when I first met Sam, we got to talking just a little bit. Guy is like a riot. I can't wait to have oh. him on a show. Yeah. You guys are going fucking bear hunting, man. You guys are going. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm down. Yeah. Let's do it. You know. But I, it is uh, like a black bear. I think is on. Most like Midwestern whitetail hunters like bucket list because yeah. It's, oh, yeah. for a lot of people it's the first animal they kill. I feel other than a whitetail, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, Ross has killed a couple of bears too, and he is Austin killed a black bear. Yeah, he's got a couple in his house. He's got yeah, two yeah. of them. Oh, he's got he's got the he's got the rug. That's right. He's addicted um, to it. He's got a full yeah. body in his house. But, too. but is that fair to say? Like that's probably one of the first or yeah, maybe I a Western so. animal, but um, yeah, I mean, yeah, some Western animals. But I think the idea with bear hunts is you have really high odds. Right, you know, of getting and it's reasonable to do it. I think it is. Ain't it? Yeah, yeah, like a couple thousand, three thousand, two, three thousand. Yeah, like twenty five hundred gets you like uh, a nice bear hunt with nice lodging, or like fifteen hundred you can do like a drop camp style. Right, you know, out of a tent. Yeah, that's really fair. Yeah, 
That's awesome. Totally doable. Yeah, that's definitely doable. And the tags aren't bad. It's like 300 bucks. That's I mean, fair, it's not man. like a $1,000 elk tag, you know? Right, yeah. That's right. true. I mean, that is something that gets overlooked a lot. Where and, is... I was just saying, where is the black bear haven? Because you said Northwest Ontario. Now I always hear that. Um, are they in Alberta where the where a lot of people bear hunt? Yeah, uh, Alberta is pretty popular for okay. for bears. Um, Ontario, um, but I don't know. I mean, Ontario is pretty awesome, especially for us. Well, that's close. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. you literally, you just shoot straight north. I mm-hmm. mean, you pass, go through like Thunder Bay and all that stuff, and you're there. Yeah wasn't that bad and you know that second trip that i took um it was exactly 72 hours driveway to driveway really yeah i was pretty tired <laughs> that's a jaunt yeah, pretty, pretty tired, tired. Her, your wife was kind of happy she's like all right well, you came home go. i'm like i'm tired i think i'll go home now i was gonna say yeah it was like forest gum like forest gum <laughs> I, th- I think i'll go to bed now. <laughs> i think i'll go home now yeah. Jeez, man that's awesome congrats on that yeah, and it could have been faster but i wanted to like let the hide and meet Right, freeze for twenty four hours yeah. before I yeah. you know, packed it. Yeah, because I heard uh, black bear hides like they're notorious they for slipping. Slip yeah, that's yeah, scary, quick. especially on a once in a lifetime black bear. Yeah, like did they tell you like you will never kill mount. a bigger black bear? Oh yeah, yeah, really? Uh huh. That's did, cool yeah. though. Yeah, are, are you going black bear hunting again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, and sure. it's funny because I I said I was going to do it one time. I'm like something you got. That's go how do. I feel about it right yeah, now. You go do it one time, and I was like that. That's cool. Um, I did it kind of twice. Yeah. Um. And I'm like, hmm, well, I'm doing this every damn year. Damn. You know? <laughs> That's what I'm worried about. Like, in my head, I'm like, ah, I just want to kill one and yeah. mark it off the bucket <laughs> list, you know. And but then but, you get the bug. Yeah, how'd that go with antelope year? hunting, dear? Are you going to go again? What's that? With uh, antelope hunting? I knew I was going to. I, I, antelope hunting is the most fun hunt I've ever done. Yeah. I want to go back to yeah. next year. Like, I we talked, the me and the Buckstorm boys and, and Papa Dave plan a hunt every year now. It's kind of like our tradition. It's like, want to do elk somewhere? I'm like, Yes. But I wouldn't be mad if we did antelope hunting again because <laughs> right? that was fucking fun, man. Yeah, it is. I want if we do if I do antelope this year, I want to do a two week hunt and then hunt the first week with them guys, then have the rest of the WCB crew out for the second week because that way I'll have shit spotted and sure. can kind of like let the butt because they they trusted me with their spots, which was public, and they have their little areas, and then it'd be like, hey, can I bring my boys? I won't, and they know they can trust me, you know, and yeah. right, and but because. I know they've had guys. It's like they they get somebody into hunting. And next thing you know, that dude's all his twelve buddies are hunting those yeah. spots, and they're like, yeah. "Man, that's it's a cardinal rule, man." Right. He's dropping right. pins everywhere. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Where are you at? Let me mark this on my onyx. Yeah. <laughs> that type yeah. of shit. But I loved antelope hunting. Yeah, I'll be going back uh, to um, southeast Montana again this year, the end of August first. I would like to go to Montana. It would probably be South Dakota was a blast, but Montana mm-hmm. would be fun. Montana. Which yeah, you were giving me advice on the last episode we did about mm-hmm. yeah. my antelope yeah. hunt, which is yeah. funny. I did kill. I didn't kill one nearly as big yeah. as yours, but um, I got one. Yeah. Well, so. and it's like I, you know, I even pointed out when my buddy was like, "Hey, dude, you got to measure this thing." I'm like, "It's an antelope with a bow." What are you kidding? <laughs> I could care less what he scores. That's awesome. You know. Well, you shot your spot in stock too, didn't you? Mm-hmm. See, I didn't realize the guy knew that was hard, and like we talked about that a little bit, how spooky they are and stuff. Oh, yeah. But when I shot mine spot in stock, and they're like, "You just killed the hardest animal to kill with a bow, spot yeah. in stock," and I'm like, "I, I got lucky because well, it you, didn't feel that hard." You told me that, and um, you're like, "Yeah, it just wasn't that hard." And I'm like, "Huh." Okay. <laughs> All right. Who the fuck is this guy think he is? Yeah. I Who honestly, the fuck is this guy? I, I, honestly, yeah. I didn't kill a Boone and Crockett, so a Boone would probably been like, whoop, and took off. But I did kill one. So, But you I got to see, because you were there for a few more days. Yeah, we hunted with Papa Dave. Yeah. And, uh, 
It, and it was funny because when we pulled up on that goat, I won't get too deep in the story. They're like, hey, he's not that big, but he's like, he's a good goat. Like, yeah. you'd be happy with him for yeah, being yeah. from Illinois. And I'm like, dad, you want to shoot me? He's like, I'll wait for a big one. I'm like, fuck it. Let's go after him. <laughs> first, first morning. Because yeah. we just went after a big goat. We rock, paper, scissor, dive one. I went after it. He spooked. Went after this one. My dad's like, nah, I'll, I'll hunt a bigger one. I'm like, that's fair. Yeah. No. If I anybody mean, tells me, like, yeah, you'd be happy. Like, if they're going to set me up on a blind date, they'll be like, am I going to like it? I was like, you'll enjoy her. It's like, all right, I'm already in. Dude, it's like, you can tell me, if, yeah, dude, she's a four out of ten. I'm in, dude. I'm in. Like, that's that's good enough. Yeah. It's got a pulse. Let's do it. But, yeah, antelope was cool. Let's go shoot some cow elk, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm with right. it. So, one thing, I want to talk about deer hunting because your deer season and all that. Uh-huh. Um, should we take a pee break and come right back? I'm good if everybody else is good. All right, everybody else is good. All let's right, take I a pee break. Hey, let's, let's take a pee break. Back from the pee break. All right, what I wanted to talk to Johnny about was kind of your work ethic. That was one of the feedbacks from the last episode when you dove into kind of like kind of really your whole background and business background and all that stuff. Yep. Um, you said a lot of people were like, holy shit, dude. Like, when do you sleep? What's You have like an insane <laughs> work ethic. Like, maybe talk about some of the brands that you're dealing with now and some new ventures you're on. Yeah, uh, so... I have Johnny Utah Creative, and that's um, it's kind of a hodgepodge company. I mean, it, it offers everything from photography, videography, um, marketing, consulting, and product development. Um, even I've had companies that will reach out and say, I have a new product, but we don't know how to launch it. Mm-hmm. You know, what's the best way to come up with a marketing rollout or a pitch? And um, so those are all things like that's what I love. I mean, mm-hmm. I've always said I think I'm a decent hunter. I think I'm a decent photographer. I think I'm a great marketing guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's just Fair. one of my strong suits. So um, I had the idea in my head, and I might have mentioned it a little bit to you guys early on, but uh, I recently launched Bourbon Barrel Calls. Yeah. A turkey call. Congratulations company. on that. That's Thank been doing you. well. It's like, yeah, yeah it's. Um, Actually went a little. Uh, it went over better than I thought. Like like Christmas was consumed by, you know, making turkey calls. You know, that's awesome. <laughs> I've uh, seen a couple uh, people that I'm friends with on Facebook that uh, have gotten those. It yeah. Just I, I like they do, they're not friends with you, but they uh-huh. heard you and they're like, yeah, fuck yeah, that's it, it was yeah. awesome. I, it looks I like any it. man with a beard should own one of those calls. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> they're fucking cool. Looking. Yeah, it's um you know and, and that's gone over really well. And the the concept was kind of put my money where the my mouth is, right? Mm-hmm. So you take a brand or you take a category that's what is more saturated than turkey calls? You know, <laughs> trail I mean? cameras, right. maybe. Yeah, trail cameras. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, I'm duck, gonna, duck calls. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I was like, I'm going to take a product that's in the most saturated market ever, mm-hmm. and I'm going to prove a theory that you can with the right marketing with the right branding the right message and mm-hmm. the right concept that you can have a successful business um and that was kind of one of the background it's almost like a subliminal thing you know like right you yeah don't, you don't tell anybody like this was kind of a like not a not a joke but it was like a test it's a test you know yeah, it's a mean? showcase like, of your marketing why is this starting another fucking turkey call yeah yeah so, you know um and you know and i had like oh man that's awesome you know it's a saturated market that's never gonna work yeah okay yeah i mean i sold a hundred of them a month yeah you have a very unique uh niche and kind of like uh, it's art as much as it is a turkey call right right for sure you know yeah i mean you play off a couple of things i mean what's more awesome than you know bourbon wood 
you know, I mean, everybody, right. Pinterest has launched the whole bourbon craft world. And, oh, for sure. You know, stuff like that. And Oh, shit. Is this a bad time to mention my uh, pallet wood turkey calls that I'm about yeah, to launch? Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. Shit. Bad episode. We'll do it next episode. I enjoyed that joke, Steve. I'll give you that credit okay, on that. My, my patent attorney will be in touch. <laughs> will you just uh, shut my mic off for the rest of the episode so I don't ruin that fucking magic? You're on a high note. Your turtle's still dying, sir. All right. Um, so, so bourbon barrel calls is, uh, is, is, is going good. I mean, we haven't even hit turkey season yet. Yeah, and dude, you got to be looking forward to that or not looking forward to how busy you're going to be because yeah. you're not going to be turkey hunting. Yeah, I don't think. really. Um, but there's a, there's a, there's some cool things in the works. Um, there's kind of a conservation feel good uh, thing that I'm going to be announcing here awesome. pretty soon. Uh, a little bit of a give back. Hey, don't drop that on anybody else's podcast. Yeah. You can't tease it here and drop it somewhere else. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll tell you. So basically, um, White Oak Initiative um, is an organization that lots of really, really intelligent people, um, they've determined that with the furniture making and the deforestation that's going on, there's going to be a shortage of white oaks, mm-hmm. mature white oaks. Mm-hmm. So where do turkeys roost? Yep. What do bourbon barrels get made out of? Mm. So um, very, very soon we get everything situated, but there will be a donation from every turkey call that goes to the White Oak Initiative. Oh, very cool. Yep. Um, so everybody will have that kind of a feel-good you know, element right. to their purchase. Right. They know they're kind of giving back. And then also partnering up with uh, 2% for conservation Very as well cool. with the company. So That's awesome, man. Oh, man. If he can get with Wild Turkey and have like a bourbon, you know what I mean? Like, dude, it's, yeah. just, it's a full circle. It's a circle of life. Don't blow up a spot. We don't know what he's working on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my bad. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. He comes out of Jack Daniels like, yeah. oh, you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping to fight somebody off your turkey calls. So that's uh, <laughs> so so. there's bourbon barrel calls and, and like I said, with Johnny Utah Creative. Well, um, we should add, too. Uh, we've been ta- we talked today about adding your calls to yes. our website for mm-hmm. sale yes. and get, you can get your own working class bow hunter yeah. edition yeah. bourbon yeah. barrel call. Yeah. Which would be really rad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, you know, you guys figure out how you want to do it, what logos you want to do. And, you know, we'll set up like basically a drop ship program. That way you guys aren't going to have to be required to stock much inventory. Right. Yeah. It, it basically would be coming. like they order it, you make it and ship it. There you go. Yeah. Now, yeah, how you cool. just, now let me ask you, Johnny. Um, I, I want to know how confident you are in your turkey calls. I'm moving to Iowa, so I want to be in the same state as you. So you're yes. gonna, you're going to kill a bird with me this year if you move to Iowa. Is is that a fact? Yes. You're taking on a lot there, Johnny. I can call it a bird for anybody. On the life of my turtle. <laughs> not, 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 I'm, I'm putting the, my turtle's life in your hands. It's hey, up to you to make this a That turtle's going to be dead by can, turkey season, can you, see, can you save my turtle? <laughs> we get back from Nebraska after the 17th of January weekend. That thing's dying right after that show. Johnny, yeah. I guarantee you cannot call me in a turkey. No? He has a turkey oh, block. Yeah, no, tur- tur- turkey block. Fucking hates Doug, turkey. Doug's been saying like it for years. He's yeah. like, and Doug's a turkey I, killer, by the way. He kills a giant bird every year. He's like, I can call you in a turkey. No, can't do it. Yeah. Doug's not on. All right, I'm there on now. Hey, there, there he is. Hey, there he what's is. up, Hey, Doug? welcome back, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Doug. I was like, Doug's extended pee break. Ask him, can I kill a turkey? He can't. No. We had 12 toms strutting in a field of toms. toms. And not one came in. So, and I, I've i always been a, like Maybe a, it's the call. Uh, a blind yeah. decoy turkey person. So, like, I need to call them right in to, like, five, six, seven yards. Yeah. And that's when I, you know, when I kill them with a bow. So, um I got uh, a buddy of mine back in Kentucky, uh, my buddy Jim Wilson. We call him J-Dub. J-Dub taught me how to call and got me on my first bird. And 
And then ever since then, it's just kind of been like I, I enjoy it because I always called it poor man's elk hunting, you know, yeah. for the longest <laughs> right. time. Right? And uh, now it's just 41-year-old John Mulligan uh, elk hunting, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> working class elk hunting. Working class elk hunting. <laughs> that's right. There you go. That's, right. um, that's what we should do. We should do work, the working class elk hunting. Hey, you know what we should do? you got to join us at, uh, what do you guys call it, Turkey Palooza? Turkey Palooza. I missed it last year because yep. I accidentally the had Oh, shit, dude. This but, show's um, Turkey Palooza. Well, that was I don't know why that mic just Wait, popped. Pop. Wow. But we'll, I hit it. Oh, you did. Uh, we'll talk about it. Uh, we'll talk about it after. But we get together at Chandler's and we uh-huh. all have Turkey Camp with uh, the guys from the Virtue TV oh, okay. and yeah, all that. Yeah. But yeah, TJ and those guys. Yeah, yeah. That could yeah. be kind of like a Turkey Palooza working you class. You might have to jump in on that. Sponsored by, powered by Bourbon Barrel Calls or something. <laughs> Dude, I'm liking the sounds <laughs> hey, of it. You know yeah. what? Right There's something there. I didn't get to go last year. I was having a well. My wife was having a baby. She was born that weekend, wasn't she? Yeah, uh, or I was like in the hospital when you guys were all doing it. Yeah. But yeah. I was, was like, blast. You know, I'm not like don't wish I was there, but I was like, oh man, kind of missing out on all the fun over there. What's, yeah. what's, what's, what are you guys See, doing? Are you, are you and I looking to be okay? All right, I'll, I'll, I'll be right back. I'm texting. What's going on, guys? What are you doing? Hey, what are you hey doing? guys, hey, I'm anyway, here. They're sleeping. It, it's something we can we can definitely plan on. That'd be uh-huh. awesome. But I would love to see you kill. Help Eric kill one. Yeah. Because I kind of have a turkey block, but I feel like I kind of force my way through my turkey block. Uh, I'm not that into turkey hunting, you know? It, no, it, it's fun. I mean, you figure you go through deer <sighs> season, and like a lot of us, we're, we don't want deer season to end, but we want deer season oh, to yeah. end. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, you, you get your cabin fever, and then you go find a few sheds, and you're like, all right, something needs to die again. And there See, you go. And that's where I season. get, but I try it every year, and I still can't kill a turkey. So I'm yeah. like, yep, I'm over it. Um, super funny, actually. It's kind of like a thing now. <laughs> yeah. a, it is a thing that I cannot kill a turkey. You do not like him. Um, it's I don't know. I I, I like I do like turkey hunting. Um, I hate but it yeah, so this year uh, I'm probably going to do Nebraska, Kentucky, and then Iowa. Oh, like a mini tour, huh? Yeah, yeah, for turkeys. So um, you know, kind of break break that in a little bit. Plus, I need to develop and build some more content. You know, well, for the business. There's there talks go. of there us go. going to Kansas this spring. Again, with the Prairie Storm boys, are we? Got, um, oh yeah, some buddies that have a they run Prairie Storm outfitting out there in Kansas, yep. and I've heard that's a lot. Kansas is a blast, a dude. Doug and I went the first year, and we both killed birds. And mm-hmm. I, I I don't really care to kill another reel. Like I killed a nice one. I have that full mount, which is really cool. And I made I got the biggest archery turkey that year, and forced Blake to make me an award <laughs> as a joke. Oh, hey, they got they got real turkeys there. Not <laughs> what'd you call them? God damn! What what did I? I we had Mariams. these guys on. I call them. I was like, hey, you guys got a fucking bunch of Merriams running around. I just. Blake's like, I could call a guy. <laughs> He's like, I fucking <laughs> might know a guy way the fuck over there. But I got to intru- introduce you to Blake Duff and the guys uh-huh. out there. Oh, dude, they're, they're, they're fucking great. But uh, uh, I got to get Papa Dave one if we go back. I, I'm going to sit back and let my dad. Are they going to be in Nebraska? I don't know. They would almost have to be, wouldn't they? I mean, I like, dude, know. they're right there. Shit, they come to Iowa every year. Um, There's not people buying hunts that live in Nebraska that are going to go over right to Kansas. Yeah, that's so, kind of true. You know? mm-hmm. So, but anyway, yeah, dude, the call thing is is looking good. You, you're doing yeah. some, so you can do custom order calls. So can yeah. anyone call you and yep. be like, hey, this is my logo. Can you put this on a call? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So um, right now, the idea was if you take a, a bourbon barrel lid, about fifteen percent, ten to fifteen percent of that call is or head is going to have branding on it. it says Jim Beam Makers, Basil Hayden, whatever. Yeah. So originally I was going to make calls just out of that. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, that's stupid. I got 80% of the head that's going to waste, right? Yeah. So I said, I need to come up with two to three more SKUs that mm-hmm. only use the non-branded portion of that, you know, so I can use the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so 
there is the non-branded um, with the charred wood soundboard. Mm-hmm. There's the branded with the charred wood soundboard. And then um, there's a mounshiner's call, which the soundboard is like an old oxidized copper Oh, really? Oh, that's, so it looks like an old copper cool. still. Yeah. yeah. No shit. Um, and then there is the um, the engraved calls, and that's you know what we'll be doing for you guys. And you can do any logo at all. Um, I've got an outfitter down in Kentucky. They've ordered like 25 or so now, Whitetail Heaven Outfitters down there. That's awesome. Um, so it's it's a ton of fun, man. Um, I, did a, I got to do a call for my buddy Sam Soholt with mm-hmm. his public land tees and stuff. And um, – yeah, dude, if he's ever up in the fun. area, I just I'd like to get him on. He's a cool, he's a rad dude. We we were on the phone talking last night, and um, I have so much respect for Sam. He's navigated his way in the industry very, very well. Um, super talented, yeah. crazy talented photographer, um, but like just one of the best dudes. Yeah, you know, like a man's man, like a, just yeah. a dude that you want to go hang out, guy and, you want to talk to. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, he's a super good Drink guy. Beer with. Yeah. And he's younger than me, and I'll call him, and I'll bounce ideas. Yeah, that's you know, cool, man. Kind of Shit, that's not hard to do, though, right? What's that? Being younger than me. Yeah, I'm old, man. No, man, it's – you don't see it, though. I don't see I'll you. I'll be 42 in two months. No shit. Yeah, you're not yeah. that – I mean, you're 10 to you're ten to 12 years older than us. Yeah, like, I'm only 25% older than everybody in the But room. you see <laughs> – but I don't feel like you, – you don't seem like <clears> – no, you still get after it like yeah. a yeah. like a guy who's probably going to be like twenty five with that that fire under his ass. Yeah. I mean, you know, no, it's, oh yeah, uh, if you're in better shape than me. I'll, I'll be that younger. way, and that's he's a better younger. shape than everyone here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, I'll be that way like literally to the day I die. I mean, yeah. somebody was asking about you know branding and and how I've navigated you know some of this stuff, and I always say it comes down to like I'm not like a total meathead bodybuilder type guy, you know. Yeah, but exercise and health and fitness is literally where everything comes from. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I didn't do it, I don't think I could function, you know, the way that I do. Um, but I love like, man, I get bored. I'm like, I have to be involved in a thousand things yeah. more than I really should. Um, but that's what kind of, cre- you know, keeps that creativity going yeah. and keeps you alive too. It does. And, you know, then of course there's arrow wild TV, another component, you know, with my web show, um, and you know, it, it's like your web, your other web shows. You work with brands, you work with partners. They yep. help finance, you know, what you're doing, and put the message out. And you're working with the brands that you know the products that you're using. Um, and I've tried to make Arrow Wild more of a kind of an educational piece throughout the whole season. It's just not all about the kills. And, yeah, yeah. You know that kind of stuff. Just but, good. Uh, it's a good change and, and, and yeah, turn on things. Yep. So That's those awesome. are. Those so, are basically. So you got Johnny Utah Creative. Yep. Bourbon Barrel Calls. Yep. Arrow Wild TV. Yep. Am I? I feel like I'm missing one. Uh, well, just Johnny Utah individually as, yeah. a, as a brand, you know, because there's some brands or some companies that Johnny Utah works with that Arrow Wild doesn't right, necessarily, right. which is versa. super smart on your end, dude, because you, you you're not limiting yourself off one like arena of your business that you're, that you're working on. Correct. And another thing too, is like, you're an amazing photographer. If Thank you. Joe blow over in Iowa somewhere, shoots a giant and he's like, I need a, I killed the buck of a lifetime. Yeah. I need a photographer. Yeah. Like, could he hit you up and you'd be like, yeah, do y'all drive three hours to come take some photos? hundred percent. What, yeah. how far won't you go? Um, so I've driven, well, I've flown all the way to like BC 
uh, for photo work. Before no shit. <laughs> so like yeah. the, the, so they anyway. just called you, hey, we need to get we need a photo shoot done. Yeah. And then you're like, all right, word, I'll they, be there. Yeah. Peter like, Petter, let's get at her. Yeah. And they're like, uh, I'm up there. First class or what? You know? Like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. As long as I'm not sitting on a <laughs> wing, I'm good. Right? <laughs> not sitting on a wing. Okay. Yeah. So I just need to reiterate that. So for all you guys that kill... 200 some inch deers and you take a picture of you straddling its neck in the back of a pickup oh my god call johnny first <laughs> you know before you get to that point you know how it's many times worth it trust I, me i've had to talk myself out of doing like an instagram rant about no. what not to do <laughs> do it in your do photos it. you do need it. to do it hey, hey you know what matter of uh, fact fucking do it right now actually hey can you do that and then i'll post it on the working yeah. class page there you go <laughs> all right say, say, yeah. save the rant yeah it's um it's so awful you know it's a shame kind of man yep um, Not really kind of. It is a shame. But, you know, and, and one it's of the clients terrible. that I work with actually called me right before I left to go pick up your rack to come over. Uh-huh. Um, he called and he said, hey, we were kind of chit-chatting. And he's like, look, he goes, what I like about you, like anybody can take a good photo. There's lots of talented photographers out there, right? But because I come at it from a marketing manufacturing side, yeah, um, all of my pictures, they have to tell a story yeah so and i tell people all the time the easiest thing for me to do is it's cheesy as it is like instagram think of your caption before you even take the damn photo don't mm. just take yeah. photos that's interesting yeah come up with the caption so you, now you know your story no I, you know you know what you're going to tell yeah then frame and compose the photo you're backwards engineering your photography there you go yeah you know it, wow. it, it kind of goes in when you when you touch on that marketing thing um what well, i we love watching like crummy hunting shows. <laughs> like it's just one of those. Things. <laughs> yeah. We just talked about that. John. I, I know, I know. I, I, I didn't want to bring this up, but fuck it, I'm going to bring it up. Don't um, say any names. No, I, yeah. I will not. I will not. But we love watching crummy hunting shows. And um, actually, we talked to you on the phone the other day. I sent Johnny a Snapchat. And he called me like five minutes later. Yeah, <laughs> me and Curtis in there watching. I was this like, I got a like, funny story on that one. <laughs> oh, we yeah, we got another funny story about that. But um, it, it just kind of goes to show like. When there's those shows that go out there, and when you got your buddies that take pictures of of deer that they killed, uh-huh. we talked about it, and it was like after you hung up, uh, me and Kurt were talking. It was like you know Johnny's one of those guys that's kind of like a like a Chip City where this one time we saw Chip when he was at work. Like we we've known Chip for a while, but like he was actually filming something. And just watching him, you know, a lot of times they'd just be like, oh, just film you guys doing whatever. But Chip's like, hey, get over here. Get over here. I'm going to get this mood. Like, he's an artist. Uh-huh. He's a director. He's, he's a director. When he, when he sees what goes what goes on. And your photos are no different where you're like, okay, we could get a picture of you in a truck. But why don't we tell the story? Like, right. you, you shot him in that and he ended up in that hayfield. Let's go to that hayfield. Let's get yeah. some nice photos right where he died. You're probably explaining it how Johnny wouldn't do it. I, bet. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> am I, am I mean, I, that's not at all of what I do. <laughs> Just say so everybody listening. Knows. I get what you're saying, Steve, but <laughs> no, I wouldn't no. do any of that. No, no okay, I understand. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, but that, that's a bad example. But you obviously think about it. Like when you just said, yeah. think of your caption before you post it. You're out there thinking. You're like, tell me the story before we go out and take pictures yeah. of this. Yeah. You know, you're an artist, and well, it's a it's a nice art. I'm glad yeah, you're I here. appreciate it, and, and it's it's a it's a ton of fun for me. Like, it's not anything that I. If anybody would have told me even five years ago that I would be getting paid for photos, you know, I'd be like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know? um, but 
You're full of shit. Yeah, it's crazy. Whose um, nudes did I get a hold of? Yeah. So, <laughs> well, and, and I had a buddy ask me. He's like, so is there any style of photo that, like, you know, you do? And I'm like, here's the deal. I'll take Tinder profile pics. I'll take, you know well, what I mean? On, I was like, on, I'll take grip and grins. Hold like, on. Do you do Bumble and hinge pics? Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do I don't care. Okay, I got 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah, right? good. Somebody's got cash. Speed, I got a camera. Hooked up here. No. 20 Dude, Johnny, bucks. Do you want to take my new Tinder profile pic? Oh, totally. Yeah, we'll do it when we're done. <laughs> on the mic like he's in here running Steve's the mixer. About to get, Steve's about to get married here soon. <laughs> Yo, you're going to find your soulmate after this one. Dude, please put in, in, in my Tinder profile. I'm like, I, I will take a screenshot and save it. Like, no, just give him your login account. Yeah, your, can you put your watermark on there, and that will be my Tinder profile pic. And if go. you think I'm screwing around, I'm like, I don't care. Like, please do it. it well, here's the funny thing about watermarks. <laughs> so just, you, you, hit a, you hit something here. Um, oh, shit. I've never watermarked any of my stuff. I always feel like it takes away from the photo. And uh, back in the day, several years ago, if I took a photo for somebody and they gave me photo credit in their caption, like I would pick up a follower or two or something like that, right? Nowadays, like you don't get anything from it. Like nobody really cares who took the right. photo anymore. Um, so and it's it's funny. I'll, when I see watermarks, I'm like, come on, you know, like, right. who cares? Like yeah. a lot of, uh, we're gonna rip it off anyways. When we had our wedding photographer and uh, Isla's like newborn photos, like yeah, yeah, they're blasted with watermarks until like whatever. Like in they like make stipulations like in the contract when you post, you have to give like photo credit. And but shit. they gotta make money too, so you gotta understand. I that. get it. No, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I get it. I completely like, get it. But you know, I paid. Yeah, but and I don't know. If that's a bad thing to say. I don't know. No, biz, well, so I don't know. But um, if I pay like four grand for photography, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. And, and that's kind of where I'm at too. Like, like if um, not that I get that much out of it. It seems like if somebody doesn't give photo credit, but because it is what I do for a living, right. and it is How a chance to get bills. more work, right. yeah, um, I do get a little chapped when I see one of my images posted on certain social media pages and i'm like hey like without your permission photo. yeah oh Damn, see that's different that. no, no no well i well i mean yeah without permission yeah that's a big no-no but even if like you kind of know where the image is going to end up oh there's right, a reason right. why give you a tag yeah yeah i'm like if i wasn't going to get a shout out i would have just charged more. Well, I'm right. in, in my right, right. Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge profile, I will definitely give you a shout out, dude. I, that, <laughs> yeah, and then everybody will be going to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's me and Johnny. Guess which one's which? Guess which one the sing- single guy is? <laughs> Meet me for a date and find out. <laughs> the guy who's busting out of his shirt, or the guy who looks like he eats too much fucking red meat. <laughs> I was one? gonna. I was actually gonna compliment you. Every time I see you, man, you're dropping lbs. Do you want to know for why? You. Do you want to know why, Johnny? Why? Uh, I will. Yeah, man. No, I still got all my teeth, bro. <laughs> it's coke now. It's so far, it's, not, it's coke. I'm an adult. No, uh, <laughs> I'm a working man. <laughs> Everyone's mad about weed being legal in Illinois. Meanwhile, your buddies over there blowing coke so he can do his job and go home to his shit wife. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no, I mean, got fucking weed, weed's legal, but I got to go hit some nose beers in this bathroom of this dive bar. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> nose beers. Nose beers. No. You never heard that? You never heard those called nose You go from key bumps to nose beers, hey, man. You're stepping up. We've hit an hour and nobody. Uh, yeah, <laughs> still, pe- still, people are still holding on to this. We, 
That's funny, man. <laughs> that is so Come on, funny. keep it keep it clean. Johnny, this is this is my moment to you know. Yeah, keep keep it clean. Don't, new audience. Come on, Dave, you're screwing this up please. for me. Sort of take shit. Keep you're, it cl- keep it clean. Don't cut it with Ajax. Keep it clean. You're a working class bow hunter here, man. This, well, oh, and dude. speaking though, on on the weightlifting and the working outside, I have to work <laughs> twice as hard now that I'm not landscaping and I'm not building retaining oh, walls yeah. and stuff like that that I used to. That was like that was real working man's man, you know, man muscle. Now I have to work out even harder. Johnny Utah, let me let me let me tell you how I've lost all this weight. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about I've, that. I've dark, taken dark thing, that. Steve. I didn't mean to do that to you, man. I was <laughs> kidding. No, you're kidding. You guys wor- it was worth it. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed that. Um, w- what I did was um, it got to a point in my life where uh, shit just crumbled, got to the bottom, and it was like, dude. How do you get up? How do you rebuild from this? And uh, I started trying to rebuild, and it was when I met you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm screwing you. I'm screwing. Basically, what happened was I was working a bunch of 15 hour days, and I just figured out that the harder I work, the more weight I lose, and plus I couldn't afford food. Uh, so I just started trimming down, dude. Yeah. And I got addicted to being like working in the hot, hot heat, like 15 sure. hour days. That helps. I wanted to, I wanted that work. Like I wanted to, and yeah. I picked up a new property and I went out there and worked and it was the shit. Like I was just sitting there weed whacking whole fucking hills. Yeah. And I, I, I got addicted to that and I started riding a bike. Dude, I'm like. That's true. You did start riding the bike. I did. And I, I, I did. I, the whole weed whacking thing. I saw, oh, dude, I was, I was whacking hella weeds, bro. <laughs> yeah. Every time um, you took a picture, you're on a tractor. Well, yeah, you know what But here's the thing: like when I when I hear people say things like, you know, I, I want to do this, and and I and I want to think about how I want to do it, and I want to do it the right way. Like, shut the fuck up, just yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I said? Like, you're wasting time. Just I, do it. I think yeah. I told everybody in the pocket, like, I want to at least ride a 20 mile bike ride. Like, I always wanted to do 100, which next summer I'm gonna do. Um, just it just work got fucking crazy yeah. busy in the way, but I was like at the very minimum at the end of the summer I want to ride twenty miles round trip on a bike that would yeah. be fun and be awesome. I fucking did it like the first week of September yeah. and I was with our good buddy Gene Miller. Let's ride on gravel this summer out here. We'll go for a, we'll go down uh, <laughs> North Henderson Blacktop, which isn't oh, actually blacktop right black. here. Yeah, I don't know how we're, it's gonna work in ground. We were riding on nice like yeah, there was a couple of hills, but it was all paved path. But um, I did it, and that day. I was like, you know what, man? I set my goal out to do something, and I can fucking do it. Yep. Did I, I had another goal that I wanted to do, and I wasn't able to accomplish it. But it was like, you're still hungry, so it's like, now you, now as soon as now the deer season's ending, I'm like, okay, yep. now I can start focusing on that bike ride. Then I got some new property, and just I, I want to start working, and I kind of want to have that Johnny Utah, like, you know, you want to look like him. You want to know my problem? I, I just. I don't want to get too long winded there. <laughs> uh, my my problem in life, and I'm gonna com- I'm gonna bring this into hunting, mm-hmm. and then back to Mr. Johnny Utah here a little bit too. I'll make it quick. I won't drag it out. My problem in life, I think, like every summer during the off season, I'll go on a couple good runs, and then <laughs> yeah. like, but I won't like I don't consistently run, uh-huh. and then I'm like, man, I like I I need to lose twenty pounds. Like that's like all I need. And I'm cool. And, but I'm like, right, I'm going to go on some runs. I just can't get into it. Or like I'm, I went on some bike rides last last mm-hmm. summer. I'm like, ah, I just can't get into it. But when it comes to hunting, if I'm not hunting or strategizing to make a, a top-notch hunt, I, I have an internal guilt that eats me alive yeah. that forces me to do uh, – like I just have like an underlying motivation for whitetail hunting to hang a stand, go here, do this, make a game plan. Even if you feel like shit, you go after it. Like that's ingrained in like my soul, I think. Yep. But I don't. 
I used to be hardcore into bike riding, and I used to have that guilt. Like, if I'm not riding my bike, I feel guilty for not riding my bike, and I don't have that feeling anywhere else but when it comes to hunting nowadays. So, and, I, and I did find, like, it came with when I was antelope hunting. I had the guilt, like, all right, let's get up. We, we got to go. We got to go. We got to hunt. Let's go. Let's go. Like, in Oregon, I was at camp for a little bit while the guys went out and did a few things, and I was, like, at camp. I'm like, God, I wish they'd hurry up and get back here. They're like, chill out, dude. It's midday. The deer <laughs> yeah. are all bedded up. I'm like, yeah, but we can find them bedded up. Like, right. let's go. Yeah. Right. I don't have that really in anything else but hunting in my life now. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I yeah. need to, and I know I need to, but I don't know how you force that guilt well, into... I mean, but- but you already have that mindset to something. So, right. I mean, it's just one of those things like you just have to apply it to everything. Force myself you, to mm-hmm. to get it yeah, there. Yeah. You just have to do it. I mean, here's the thing. Like, if a guy sits on the couch every day, okay, for years, <sighs> and then something odd would be if he got up and went for one jog one day. Yeah. Well, the body is trained with defense mechanisms to be like, whoa, hold on. What are you doing? I'm a fat ass. This is something different. It's something (laughs) different. Yeah, like, I'm a fat ass. Like, let's... It's like, hey, Chief, that ain't it. We're going to hold on to this, (laughs) Matt, because this is what we do. Yeah, right. This This is is what we're good at. Right. So you really have to break yourself out of that, go above and beyond until it becomes a habit, and you trick yourself right. um, and trick I, your body. That that happened to me. So the the reason why I really started riding the bike, because I, I was kind of losing weight. I, I put myself on a on a decent diet program, but I I got to a point where, yeah, I wasn't out there working on this new property, and it was like a Tuesday night, and it'd be like 5 o'clock. I'm like, yeah. dude, I still have two hours of daylight left. Am I going to sit here watching TV? Like, I feel like you're stretching that a little yeah, bit. No, 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 no. Uh, that's when I started. You would kill a buck this year if you would have had that mindset. Well, Ooh, hold on. I've had I've had opportunities. I might just not be good on hey, it. You know what the difference between last year and this year was? Hmm. I didn't call you to babysit your ass to go hunting, but I did hunt. I did. I don't know. I was much last year though. I'm sure, you? if you did, no, I. Man. I've hunted quite a bit. Let's talk about but, Johnny's deer season because yeah, he was often motivated. Yeah, he was. We yeah. always hear about you, yeah. Steve. No one gives a fuck. <laughs> yeah. I do. No one gives I do, a fuck. I do just want to Johnny, that, about but yeah, I got that. You. Yeah, I got, I got that, dude. When you get that motivation, where you're like, dude, don't have any wasted days, dude. Yeah, take it. Yeah, like, Steve's like no I'm more so wasted busy, days. I can't even shower. Yeah, like these. That, that's, <laughs> well, that's just a, that's just a thing. <laughs> just call me a grinder. Yeah, I'm, I grind so hard. Showers are taking a bath. <laughs> See, I saw, I saw a it's picture that said, so much hard to grind. "There's this picture this kid shared. He goes, man, my even my dentist said I'm grinding in my sleep." <laughs> It's terrible, but it's hilarious. Let's talk about deer season in Iowa. Yes. So deer season in Iowa, um, it kind of sucked, man. I mean. Weird, weird year. such a weird year. I mean, you know, a lot of the farmers were planting twice or late. Uh, Corn wasn't ready to come out. Yeah. A lot of the rut to me seemed like in my area happened in the corn. Yeah. Not a lot of available trees in the middle of the cornfield. There's a lot of people listening and nodding to this right now. I still have standing corn on one of my properties. It was really, really rough this year. And um, this year during the rut, um, I made a mistake and I kind of went on last year's data. Sometimes it can apply, you know. Sometimes it can. And I got a little stuck uh, in a couple of spots. Um, Situations weren't right for me to move. I did try to make a move, and and I, you know, we all hunt very mobile or have the ability to hunt very mobile. And I just did literally did not have the spots and the available trees. And if I did, I was going to have to cut for seven, eight hours to get in there. And I'm like, well, this isn't, you know, this isn't going to work. 
So finally, I ended up moving to a different spot on my lease. I went to my public land, and I just wasn't seeing anything I wanted to take over there. Yeah. I had cameras soaking. It just wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a couple of buddies that drew tags. I ended up giving them my spots because I'm a nice guy like that. Wow. Yeah. Um, Getting to know Johnny Utah. Yeah, screw them. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> That's um, why I'm moving to Iowa, right? right? <laughs> so I ended up putting them in some, some spots and, and kind of helped a little bit, but – I ended up going to my lease, and I tell people are like, "Oh man, I thought you were like a hardcore grinder." Look, my my lease gets way more pressure than any of Shimmick does. <laughs> I assure you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and because I'm poor um, and cheap, I only have like 100 acres, you know, that I lease. I have less of a lease than that. <laughs> really cheap. So I I ended up going to a different spot and um, was self filming as I did a lot this year, a lot more than I wanted to, but. Um, I see that I see a buck out in the field and um, he's starting to walk away and I grunt at him and it pissed him off enough that he starts making a scrape, uh-huh. starts working an edge. And I'm like, okay, you got his attention. He, I got his attention. He's he responding. Attention. He might want to play ball. Um, then I gave a little more of an aggressive grunt and he whips his head up and I turned him and he starts coming back towards me. And I'm looking at the deer, and I'm thinking, I don't know what deer it is right now, but he's a shooter. Mm-hmm. You know, just giant body. He's a no, no-brainer? Yeah. No-brainer. No-brainer like, no brainer buck. He's, he's nice. just giant, giant bodied buck, you know. And and I didn't even look at it. Like I said, he was 200, 250 yards away. I wasn't even looking at his rack. I was just right. looking at his body. Yeah, and, sometimes you just know. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, he's yeah, he's a stud. So um, I work him across the field. He comes in. He cuts a corner into a draw. And I'm thinking, you know what, now's my time to draw. So I turn the camera angle about in the vicinity of where I think he's going to be. All right. And I go ahead and come to full draw, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and he never comes out. I go, well, where did he go? Like, he's walking a straight line. Like, he just – so I let down for a second, and I snort wheezed, and then I see antlers and, you know, legs moving around in the timber. And I'm like, oh. Oh, he's right there. He was just back there doing big buck things. You right, know, no hurry, right. right? He didn't have a job to doing do. Doing big buck things. <laughs> I'm like, come on, dude. I got, I'm on a schedule. I got shit to do, right? right? You know? <laughs> so I come back to full draw. I got to go pick up my kids from daycare. And I see this opening on this trail. And I'm like, if I let him go past that, he's going to get behind me. And why why completely put 100% of my faith in Ozonics? You know what I mean? Right. I like it. And, it. and it always buys me. I feel like it Ozone buys me extra time. But, like, there's no sense in letting the deer get it's behind me. It's a sick crusher show, by to. the way, Johnny. It's a sick yeah, crusher show. You get that shit out of here. <laughs> <laughs> make your money. Or we got to make ours. Dude, he had to say, he sent crushes uh, fucking for, Ozonics. Thanks for coming. Put it in the <laughs> by the way, that was the most honest brand confrontation on any media platform. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I picked I pick this, uh, this hole. Uh, man, I keep popping this mic. Sorry about that. Sorry. Right. Um, I picked this hole and. I'm like, you know what? That hole's perfectly. It's like a 12 inch by 12 inch, you know, hole on this trail. And I'm like, I can, I can do this, you know. Yeah. So I range the hole, and I'm like, 35 yards. I'm like, okay, we're good. So he comes. I release. Whack. You know the shot. Like you know, you know, whenever you see shot placement and entry, you're like done you have an opinion right away right if i didn't there. love my bow i would have just dropped it from the tree so johnny utah has the most fucking generic deer shot ever yeah <laughs> I, I always said that if i ever smoked a 200 you had that feeling i yeah. would just full blown by one limb just 
frisbee my bow out yeah. in the timber. Like <laughs> yeah. if I just just if I knew he was like two hundred plus something, just most people most people yeah. retire the arrow. You're just gonna retire the bow. You retire the whole setup, the camo, <laughs> right. the stand, the boots, yeah. the underwear you're wearing. I'd have it all That's framed up like a sports player to have his jersey. <laughs> yeah, I would have it like that. But yeah, <laughs> anyway, I know I know what you're saying. I would. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Seven seconds, eight seconds. I see antlers, hooves, antlers, hooves, antlers, hooves. Done. Woods goes quiet. Nice. And I'm like, holy crap! You know, and this was November. Wait, were you? Were you? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 The like, you you were like, doing the Instagram huntress. I just yeah. shot a Bonnie, carp. Bonnie <laughs> Bovich. <Murray. laughs> Smoke that goose. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> damn, bro. That goose is dead. <laughs> So this is uh, November twenty. Johnny Utah called me. <laughs> <laughs> he must have been pooping. He must have been pooping. And uh, sorry, so, Johnny, about all this. So I I end up getting down, and again, no, I do go to my arrow and just crazy blood spray on the ground at arrow where the arrow's sticking in the dirt. I'm Love like, that. Oh, this is awesome, man. So I get over there, and no no need to blood trail. Just go to where I saw him. Yeah. You know, flop Shit. over and walk over, and I'm like. Huh. Not sure it's quite the same deer that I saw coming across the field. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so my first thought was, okay, what what just happened? And I'll be honest, I mean, I got pissed. Uh-huh. Like I was like, what have I done? I'm like, did I just shoot the wrong buck? Right. I mean, I saw one buck come into the draw and then I shot the buck that came out of the draw. Was the different buck in the draw, and the big buck pushed the little buck out. Oh, interesting take. And I'm like... He's playing some buck trickery on you, Yeah, I'm like, what the hell just happened? So I called uh, Jason Matzinger, Uh a good friend of mine, and I said, dude, I said, I just shot a buck. And I said, he's like, yeah, is it a slammer? I'm like, no. (laughs) Like, no. No, Honestly, not. He's like, it's like the smallest buck I've ever killed in my life. And he's like... You're kidding me. I'm like, no. He's like, what are you going to do with the footage? And I was like, well, I mean, I'll make an episode out of you it. You got to. Well, yeah. it you have to, right? And he's like, dude, you do realize that 99% of people with hunting shows would have buried the deer and the SD card 10 foot deep. Which is so messed up. It is. Yeah. Extremely. And I'm like, no, like never in, in a, you know, it crossed my mind that I wouldn't, you know, use the footage. So I sat down next to the buck and I started laughing. I was like, I just got mad at myself because I thought I shot the wrong buck and I was pissed off at the yeah. buck that I killed. I'm like, that buck, whether it's the same buck or not, it got me excited. I got to grunt at him. I got to snort wheeze at him. I called him in. I put an arrow through a 12-inch by 12-inch hole through the yeah, timber at 35 dude, awesome. yards and heart shot awesome. him. I was like, I, dude. so much more confidence in my, in my right. gear and everything. Yeah. Did Fuck you add – that only, too, is like – sorry, Steve, but right. – Sorry. If you want to make a point, you can. But I felt like I was going to make a better one. No, I was just going to say, like, do, do you? <laughs> well, that that's for sure going to happen. Steve, let, let, let the t-ball hitters go up. Hey, let them fucking... shoot. <laughs> let them shoot. It's a fork buck coming out. <laughs> now, do you think because you you thought that? Um, do you think did, did it ever cross your mind to like, yo, <sighs> if there was no hunting show, uh, no social media, nothing involved, like? As excited as you got for this hunt, would you have changed a goddamn thing if it Nothing. wasn't for <coughs> no seeing that? And and that's the shit. Yeah, um, and that and that's one of those things. Like, um, I don't have ten thousand acres that someone else pays for. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, 
um, <laughs> real world hunting is sometimes that, you know, um, not just because I killed a little buck this year. Uh, will I make the point that you cannot kill a 180 if a 180 doesn't live there? Yeah. Period. I don't right, care right. how damn good of a hunter you are. Yep. Unless you're growing, you know, you got some epoxy to like stick antlers on shit where they're not supposed to be. Like, yeah. it, it doesn't happen. Um, so I'm actually going to pull up a picture um, huh. of, of this deer in the wild before. Because I actually passed this deer on November 8th. You no are. Uh, I'm going to turn Cameron's mic on. Um, Cameron's <laughs> on the headset over here because we, so we have a packed house. Hold on, Cam. Go ahead, try her now. Check, check. Get in a little close. Bring her on in tight. Check, check. Hey, there what's up, everybody? Dumbledore? You can tell Dumbledore. the difference in mic quality to headset yeah, quality. That's pretty rough. So, you had the same exact story, Cameron, this yeah, year. Yeah, past the deer, I shot like three times. That's okay. That's fair. Yeah, it happens. Everybody's saying they're going to they pass this deer. Right? You know, I'm going to this deer. Well, yeah, you don't want your turtle to die. That's a nice buck, man. <laughs> I, I can definitely see what you're saying because his body is heavy. His body does not match the antlers. It does not. It does all. not. I can definitely see from a distance if you're like body, yeah. mature buck. Yeah, yeah. for yep. sure. That was my deer this year. The neighbor was like, man, he's got a big body. I'm like, <laughs> he's kind of cool, dude. He's pretty, man. <laughs> well, and so oh yeah. ultimately then yeah. – he was laying down in a creek, and so I put, you know, I throw a tag on him, and I set a camera up because I get him by myself. Yeah, and I start dragging this deer out, and yeah. I take two steps, and I'm like, <sighs> <laughs> and then and then like what I what I end up what I'm I end up doing is I take a step and I just, Ugh. and then I take another step, and I'm like the heavy body shit. butt pole. I'm like, this thing is an absolute tank of a you know a buck. Yeah. Um, so I still don't know like how old he is. Um, That's a hard one. It's really tough. I mean, look at the brisket comes. I mean, way. It, I would. I'm with you on that. I would if I saw that buck's body, mature buck. Yeah. Come on in. Put an arrow on you, buddy. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So it was super weird, and he's super wide. He was like 18 and a half it's inside. A nice buck, man. Yeah. Um, so, but I will say that in recap this year, I did see the most. Uh, 160 plus deer that I've ever seen in a season before in my life. Yeah, I did too. The problem was they were all like 200, 250 yards away. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, right. it was an unbelievable year this year. I mean, right. I saw deer that I've I've got you know sheds from that I found four miles away. Yeah, I mean, it was just crazy. That's the awesome. deer that I saw this year just never had shot opportunities. It's been a very mixed year. I think I think it's been a weird year. I don't know if anybody in the Midwest can debate in our you know Iowa, Illinois. I don't know about northern or southern from us, but like we're pretty parallel. You're pretty much straight yep. west of us in yep. Iowa for the most part. Yep. And it has been weird. Like we crops all been in late. Uh, farmers haven't been able to get the crop out at all. Like in some spots, like well, I think they're still standing corn where I hunt. And, and to the weather is at some yeah. point it was yeah. in the teens. And now yesterday, what was it? 54 50, degrees. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, like, degrees. like I was Very saying, yeah, strange. My, yeah. my property still has standing corn. They cut the beans out, but like it's still got standing corn. Well, it's like, well for a lot of late season fun? guys, like this is Ross Bigger's time to shine. Mm-hmm. And he's not getting the weather yeah. that he should be getting, you right. know? So right. Ross is kind of like, you know, he owns his own electrician company. Um, and he's, He's working, and he, he depends on cold weather, late season hunting to get his yeah, no get shit, the job right. done. And he's kind of getting hosed a little bit because deer don't have that urge to hit the hit the food like what he would normally pattern them yeah. for. Um, so he's taking jobs. It's like fuck, deer well, ain't moving. I'm going to make money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but this season has been so weird. It's either 
guys that normally kill don't kill, and then it's also then you split it in half, and then there's guys bucking out. Like, right. me bucking out, like, two, killing two good bucks with a bow is not a common thing for me. I've done it three years now. And I know Chandler does it almost every single year, but Chandler did it. He just shot a really nice buck a couple of days ago. Um, but it's just kind of like it's a very mixed year. I expected Doug and Eric to have a buck down, like, no later than the second week of November. And uh, I did too. But you honestly, gotta, <laughs> but you got to think about you got to think about this. Yeah. Um, not to shit on you guys, but I'm trying to yeah, give you credit. No, it was like oh, the yeah. worst I mean, not, not to shit on you, ever. ever. Yeah, yeah. Th- but think I'm about shit, it. I'm it was a little disappointing. That was perfect, Doug. It was the worst <laughs> best season ever. I think. Yeah. Hey, I'm yeah, not mad. Crazy. I'm just a little disappointed. Oh yeah, for sure. I, hey, come on. I am too. Trust me. Think about the polar off when when Doug Hood was telling me that like this is a weird season for them because they had the exact opposite so whenever they come down for a couple times they're archery, michigan boys that come down they're, to they're illinois michigan to boys oh, okay. yeah they come down to illinois and uh when they take their week long they usually bring you know him uh big bill um michigan sucks by the way bill uh and someone else and usually they it, it's never like a combo like all three of them will tag out well this year all three of them happened to tag out and it was just yeah. it was odd it was like yeah. How is this happening? And then gun season happens, and usually it's like if you don't tag out there, sometimes you'll get tagged out. The whole group or a couple guys will. And gun season was like nothing. It was just a weird, weird season. Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a strange year. Weather was weird, and um, you know, I mean, a lot so of many things, variables in there. Yeah, um, you know, and, and and I had I had a newer camera guy during the rut that was with me. Um, that I was that I was kind of working with and probably not the most ideal time to have a newer camera guy yeah, <laughs> you know right. when I wanted to you know had it been like a experienced camera guy I would have been more inclined to tear down and get mobile and yeah and, right. you know right. hang and bang it's a lot to throw out a new new hunter it is it is and you know some of the spots that I was picking were a lot of big open fields so there is no deer that's going to sneak up on us. Yeah. He had a chance to set focus, follow focus, you know, and that yeah. kind of stuff. And, um, I mean, it is what it is like, yeah. And I you know, there was, there was a lot of stuff going on. I mean, November 3rd is the day that bourbon barrel calls went live. Right. In the, you know, so yeah, that, right that was going on. Perfect time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, let's start a Turkey call company and pre rut. Sweet. You know, <laughs> Which is fucked Bold. up because in Illinois, that's almost the time where you got to start applying for fucking first no, I mean, turkey. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird. Honestly, but it know. was weird because, like, I would, you know, like, I'd get up in the morning and check emails, respond to messages, you know, social media. We'd go hunt, come back. Um, you know, he'd take a nap. I would do more work in the office. And then we'd go hunt the afternoon and then come home, eat dinner. He goes to bed. And then I'm downstairs in the basement building turkey calls and, you know, or going to the gym or, you know, something like that. And, yeah. Um, so it was, yeah, it was kind of a, kind of a odd year, but, um, I still learned something. I yeah. took something away from it. Well, every know? season, you know, like, yeah. it throws a weird variable, like shit weather, awkward weather, just different. I mean, whatever it is, it, you're going to learn something from it. That's what I enjoy about white hunting. I think so much like, Oh yeah. You're always learning. Yeah, like always you learning. never know it all. Anyone that's like, oh yeah, I, I got them figured out. It's like, pff, no, you don't. You yeah. fucking no one has to figure it out. <laughs> when it, it, if, yeah. if Bill Winky still questions shit, it's like, dude, you're, you're not going to figure that out. Well, Andre DeQuisto, it must be. He has to be the most confident man I've ever met in whitetails, but he can be. You know what <laughs> sure. I mean? Like the dude. Yeah. 
he he's so calculated. But even then, he'll just say like, you know, I mean, he puts his head to it a lot more than most guys yeah. will. So it's a little different. Well, Can't I really know, compare him to the rest. He's even he's you know, Michael Jordan, a guy like Don Higgins, another you know uh, very yeah. respected you know white tail hunter. Yeah, uh, a good friend of mine went and um, and hunted with him a few days and kind of cool. helped him run a camera for a couple of days and and um, you know, even I'm like, so is Don on anything? He's like, well, obviously Don's not the kind of guy that goes into the woods unless it's a kill day on a big buck. Yeah, right. you know, he's not going to put human scent down for nothing. Right, right. And um, I'm like, do you guys see anything? He's like, nothing. That's how it goes. You know what I mean? Hunting, so, yeah it, yeah, it is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. it, it happens. It's not a sure thing. Um, you know, I got to – Anytime got you to, hunt big animals, you got to be willing to see nothing. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I've always said, too, like, some of the places that you're going to see the biggest bucks are the places where you might sit three days in a row and not even see a yeah. single yeah. thing. Yeah. No, you just got to know. Yeah. Yep. I, I did this year. I, I My instinct is always go a little – I want to be deep as I can, like, in the mm-hmm. temper. It's just like it feels – feels like you're in it you know yeah but uh i actually what i did i killed both my bucks this year off i mean technically what was turned out to be an observation stand when i set up tower, i just wanted to see what was gone over a field edge and end up being like where i had set my observation stand was mm-hmm. the spot i wanted to be yeah. um which worked out great but it also helped me learn information to kill creepy that other buck sure um but i i just think in general deer are fringe animals so no matter what, if you're hunting edges of stuff that, you know, obviously not a lot of dumb shit's going on there, deer are going to be there for the most part. Yeah. And then, you you know, if, you, if you're on the fringes, you're going to see a little further and if you're in the thick of it and you can kind of see what you're going to do from there. Like, yeah, I don't know. That was my rough outline for the year, you know, and it, it, I did well last year killing both my bucks deep in the timber, but this year it just was like, I don't know, kind of a wake up call on this, this property I hunt. It's a fairly new ish uh-huh. property. And I was like, fuck, dude, deer are fringe animals. Like, it's super, just like, like a confirmation of it. Uh-huh. It's kind of like a side thought out of nowhere, but. Yeah. Well, and, and you know. kind of how I just applied it. Gotta love them side thoughts. And I I used to be more of a, like, <laughs> dive in, you know, like, right off the bat. And I've become a, what I think is, um, in, to me, it's a little more calculated. I go from outside in, mm-hmm. um, and I don't make those dives until I have reason to go to that spot or yeah. or something. Intel tells me that I need to yeah to dive sure. in, and I'll kind of hunt those edges and keep that pressure off. Like my, if you can keep the pressure off, then there's no reason for the deer to scatter from from that spot. You know, yeah, yeah. And um, you know, entry exit to me is Huge. as I get older, like it becomes more and more of a thing. Well, especially right? if you're going deep, your entry and exit matters way more, exactly. you know? So, yep. and I think a lot of people might overlook that. Like it's especially newer hunters that are into this mobile game because they saw it online, whatever, like right. I'm going deep. What's like, well, yeah, you're not just don't tromp through, yeah. you know, it's, there's a way to do it and a way not to do it. Yeah. And they're just going to learn that with, with time, you yeah. know? Sure. Well, and, and also this year, some of those deer that I did see from a distance, the you know deer that I had match you know sheds from and stuff, then of course why leave that spot? You saw him there yesterday. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Why would right. I go someplace else on the farm? You know yeah. what I mean. Right. So I kept kind of riding it out, riding it out, and then I sat one night and I went, you know what? If I don't see one of those shooters tonight, I'm I'm leaving this spot. I'm like, oh, we got about ten minutes of daylight. Oh shit, there he is. There he is. And right I'm there. like, well, yeah. I guess I'm here for a few more days. <laughs> yeah, you know? right. That's how it always. Yep. How and then it before you know it, the rut's too. over, and you're like, well, damn. Now what? Yeah. yeah. yeah that yeah. kind of brings up a question: How hard do you shed hunt? Um, like, like it's free money. 
except <laughs> I don't sell them, but I love shed hunting. Now, I have a theory on shed hunting. I like the exercise. I like going in and looking for beds. I like looking at those muddy trails that I didn't know were there mm-hmm. deep in the timber. Yep. Um, and just simply, I like horns. You know what I mean? I like yeah. picking up sheds. Uh, it's a lot of fun for me. I don't put as much value in where that deer dropped those sheds as to where I could possibly kill him the next year. Mm-hmm. Ooh, right. I would love right. to hear you and Dana Pace go back and forth. Because in my opinion, they, they have moved off to wherever they're going to winter, food, rest, recover. I agree it's different. Okay. You know, it, it will teach you some to what Dana's point is. Sure. Yeah. I think, Steve, you're a little, like, kind of mixed up. No, yeah. I'm Once just... again, because you don't really understand how this stuff works. But, like... <laughs> that is correct. What, what, a, deer is, what a deer is doing in February and March might not be what he's doing in late October. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know? Correct. Now, is there a chance that, okay, that could be where you kill him late season? 100%. You know, definitely there's some, there's some correlation there. But, um, like I said, I mean... The deer I was trying to kill this year. Um, Depends what your property has. You know, if it's yeah. got it all, then he yeah, might not yeah, leave yeah. it all. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the other thing people have to look at. They'll say, well, I killed a deer and I found his sheds in the same, you know, draw. Yeah, creepy. I found yeah. his shed. I killed him 100 yards from where I found yep. it. You know? And you, you look at, well, was there food? Was there water? Was there bedding? Was there south side facing slopes? He had it all right there. There you go. Was, you there, know? was there does? Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of that comes into play. Um, this uh, The one buck that I was after this year, buck I called too short. Because um, I'm an OG. Fucking with too short, too short. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you go uh, digging in guts like a gardener. What's that? Hey, you're not no. a too short fan. Never mind. No, I'm not. That, I may not be that big of a too short. Fan. All right. You said you're an OG. I, I called you on that too well, short. Well, I'm an OG. Yeah. I, I like the OG rap, but I don't know if I know every lyric of every song. Steve's the kind of bum that used to work at a record store. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he yeah. knows every. I, I've got a bunch of. Uh, you know, you do kind of remind me like Jack Black from like, was it High Fidelity? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. But he uh, actually, what's funny about too short is I scooped up his uh, his sheds and then I was walking back to my truck. And I see a car parked next to my truck on the road. And I'm like, ah, oh, geez, who's this? Like, I've got permission to be here. Like, this is just some hassle, right? Yeah. And some, like, tall, lanky, redheaded dude with a red beard gets out. And he's like, hey, what's up, dude? My name's Connor. Oh, <laughs> the drifter. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> the drifter. You are you drifting around, man. What's up? Yeah. I was like, who are You're you? You're a fucking tumbleweed, dude. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Connor's and, good uh, shit. So that's how I met him. Was oh, actually, that is how. I, yeah, that was the first time I'd ever met I him. What, I've heard that this? story, but I don't remember if he told um, me that or you told me that. In like March of March of 18. Did, did he come with you like, hey, Johnny Utah? Yeah. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> he, yeah. he tries to have the Doc Holiday draw, but yeah. bro, you get lung cancer and kill a bunch of people and then we'll talk. <laughs> Come uh, on, man. Jesus. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love Connor. I'm just giving him but shit. Yeah. There was he's going to text you know me after listening. this. Oh, yeah, yeah, he is going to text me. <laughs> well, the, and there was another buck uh, uh, that I called Dagger that I was after this year. And um, I tried to kill him last year. I have about, I don't know, five-minute encounter at 20 yards and had no shooting lane last yards. year. Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, I was like, like at one time, I even squatted like down in the tree stand. <laughs> See if and you I was like, it. "Is there any? I don't ha- like. There's nothing. No, like, nothing there's possible. nothing." Yeah. And it's um, it's actually it's on a it's on a the Bucks and Does episode from last year. But you can hear my buddy Billy um is he's filming that day, and he's like, "Hey, I don't I don't mean to be a dick or nothing, but uh, 
Billy C? Yeah, he's like, you you do <laughs> own you know, Billy C. He's like, you do own Wicked Tree Gear. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. shut up, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one asked you, Billy. Yeah, uh, just run the camera. But, I don't uh, know why, but I always wanted to fuck with you or like earlier in the episode. I was like, hey, so you're a Wildest Dreams TV, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, I didn't say that because I was like, ah, don't be a fucking dick. I was like... <laughs> Do Johnny and Billy even know each other? Oh, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't know yeah. you guys were you yeah, guys yeah. Are buddies we're, like yeah, that. Yeah, me and Billy are buddies. And, uh, Billy, um, hey, ask him. Uh, ask Billy about the time that uh, I came up to uh, Trayer, Iowa, <laughs> the rub line. Oh, God, like, don't eh, ask him don't about ask that. Him. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what was funny about that was I'm like, good point. You know what? Maybe it's – maybe Touché. I need – Yeah, I was like, you know what? It's 9 o'clock. Activities kind of slowed down. I mean, it was a gangbuster morning. You know, I'm like – Let's just go ahead and get down. We'll go eat. We'll come back with a pole saw and we'll sit till dark. So we come back. We trim out a shooting lane. I'm like, now, if a buck comes into that area through that lane, I was like, he's dead now. He's dead. And so we get up in the tree and Billy's like, man, there's one branch above you that I really need to cut. It's kind of in my camera way. So I said, yeah, hack at it, you know? So he cuts it. The branch rolls towards me, knocks my bow off the hanger. Oh, no. And it destroys my rest. <laughs> oh, fuck. And I'm like, what are the huh. chances? Hey, you weren't shooting an HHA. I, know I was that. like, I was like, well, <laughs> well, it was. But, and I, and I explained it in the episode. It was a four inch branch. I mean, oh, it was a big fuck. Yeah. Up. Yeah. I mean, it probably, so it was a fucking log. It was it probably wasn't a branch. It was a fucking limb. log. Right. Yeah. Right. It and, wasn't uh, a little twig. So I call, I call it Scott, was a bean. um, I call Scott Bakken and I said, Hey, who's the nearest distributor around here? I'm like, oh yeah, F6 Outdoors, and I said, okay, send uh, a left hand, you know, Virtus rest to F6 Outdoors because I'm going there oh, yeah, and taking one off the shelf. You know what I mean? Right. So he's like, done. Tell him it's on the way. So we go there, put on a new rest, reside in, go back to the tree stand, get up in the tree, and then two hours later, I end up grunting my buck in that I ended up killing in that same shooting. God, that's really awesome. Dude. It's all in the that's same. It's all in the same day. So Billy. We, I called uh, Billy and I. We called like that's our stand, you know. Like right. you can't ever take another cameraman to that stand. That's no one our else can stand. Go here. You know? Yeah, you know what's uh, great about Billy is he he does photography too. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, you know, not as good uh, as you, but he's good. Obviously, not as good as you. I mean, you're the dominant male. Like you're the dominant <laughs> buck of that. The area, Billy. Billy's. Um, You're the buck you thought you shot, Johnny. <laughs> Billy's really come. A, he's come a long way. That's good. Yeah. Hey, did, did we have any ice for that, dude? Burn? Sorry, I'm feeling a little rowdy. I don't know what's gotten into me. Man. It's the ammonia. Ammonia. <laughs> it's the, ammonia. the walking ammonia. Yeah. Sorry. Um, no, but that. Billy. Billy. He's um, he's gotten real, real serious this last year. You know, with photography and and stuff. So yeah, and he's he's shot some very good photos. So like, mm-hmm. if you're gonna have any guy in a tree stand with you, I always feel like, dude, you want a guy who understands. Like when I was trying to make that point earlier about like the artistry of it. Like sure. you want every shot he takes to be the best. I had a theory that um, if I was ever gonna have any guy filming me hunting, I didn't want a hunter filming me. I wanted somebody else. Yeah. Try to capture the, the the moment differently that can relate to to a yeah, different different audience because you know film you them yeah um, I've got a couple guys I, I, dude I've I've made Johnny what are you gonna kill that people are gonna film? yeah what are you gonna kill a, a turkey I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill the mood first of all it's, it's, <laughs> it's real fucking easy to do for me yeah, dude I do it every right. fucking day I wake well, up you got some Boone Crockett moods at home yeah. on the wall well and and I've always said too like. Um, a videographer is not cannot always be a good photographer, but a good yeah. photographer can be a good videographer because oh, they can because they can it's see composition. 
Yeah, because they, they can see, like, the action that's happening. They're like, if he shoots him now, this is going to be great photos. Yes. You yeah, know, you, that's... You have that, to look at it that way. Um, I have such a high respect for, like, good photographers and good videographers. I feel like if Doug or Eric wants me to take, like, a good trophy photo, like, I can get a pretty good photo. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not going to get you a, an amazing photo sure, at all. Right. Like, I just... Right. I, it's interesting. I want to learn, but... yeah. It just seems such a deep, dark, murky hole of interest to get into, like with all the settings and all the stuff and yeah. cameras and lenses. You have to, you really have to like um, be all in. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You really mm-hmm. got to dive into it and you got to study it and you got to mm-hmm. learn the settings and then you got to um, try to evolve like by looking at other photographers and looking at what yeah. they're doing and kind of mm-hmm. getting some ideas. Yeah, and, it's a rabbit hole. Yeah. Here's here's something you might appreciate and every, I'm going to kill the mood again. Um Oh jeez! That's what you do when you watch when you watch something live. It can tell a story, right? Like that's how you have to know what the story is to watch live video. Yeah. And here's everybody's going to get pissed off in uh, in Japan. They have New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh-huh. They will have they will have and listen to this. They will have hour long matches. Fantastic! Like they go Broadway. But the thing about Japan is um, the wrestling magazines and the photographers are still there. And so, you, like, you, you'll watch Wrestle Kingdom, which is going to happen on the 4th of this month, and there's photographers. Not guys with cameras, not guys with iPhones, but photography. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, I thought Japan was the height of technology. Right. Why wouldn't they have just live video? But... To them, photography is so important, uh-huh. and these guys are so good that they can take an hour long match <laughs> and make and take one photo and make a whole on. fucking magazine yeah. happen, right? So uh-huh. you can see as a photographer, you're like, dude, how like can hustler. these guys? How can these guys take a millisecond of something that's an hour long and tell a story? And these guys somehow figure out how to do it, and it's it, it's it's mesmerizing. It's awesome, and I know it's pro wrestling, but I'm sorry, bro. We literally award you no points. <laughs> yeah, eat <Happens>. <laughs> Well, you know it's um it's funny. There's there's a lot of people like. Let's see if I can. How many people I'll piss off by saying this? Uh, so photography, being a photographer is like the new thing. Like, everybody wants to call themselves a photographer. Like, okay, you own a DSLR. Like, you don't have to call yourself a photographer. If I went out today and bought, like, a Kenworth, I'm not going to change my Instagram to semi-truck driver. I don't even know how to start the sum bitch. You know what I mean? So I got like, Utah, I got my truck right? driver. Yeah, so, like, until you've sold a photo and made money, right. you're not a photographer. You're not a photographer. No. Um that's one of my that's one of my pet peeves with social media. It's really funny right now. That's fair. You know, you, you can definitely have that pet peeve. I feel yeah. like that's very fair. It's just it's annoying. It, like I said, like why did it all of a sudden become like, oh, I'm I'm uber cool if I call myself a photographer? Hey, before we close this episode out, what right now in hunting annoys you the most? Like besides like photography or videography, like in general. Okay. Um, so the first thing that comes to mind, I don't know why this popped up. He had it right away, too. Yeah. 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 He knew. He's like, it, I was it, hoping you would ask this. It, it popped up uh, only because I, I did kind of a little bit of a talk about this through Johnny Utah Creative. Um, influencers versus influence. 
<laughs> or followers <laughs> versus influence. I wa- let's talk about this because I watched a little bit of this live uh-huh. that you did the other day, yep. and I had daddy duty, so I had to leave. But I'm like, I had it. I'm like changing diapers, and I have the live going. Yep. And Sam's kind of like, "What are you watching?" I'm like. Johnny Utah, just she, Johnny she Utah's kind of fucking yeah. promo, dude. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, I, I would love for you, if you don't mind, yeah. going into a little bit of detail on that. Yeah. So what I'm going to start doing is, like, every two weeks um, through Johnny Utah Creative, I'm going to pick a topic about marketing, branding, um, digital, the digital brand and, and digital marketing space, and I'm going to offer up kind of a free talk, a little bit of free information. Obviously, the purpose of that is that a business or an individual or a company sees it and says, I need to hire this guy for my branding. Sure, you sure. know what I mean? Um, but the topic that I picked uh, last time was talking about followers versus influence. And people think that if they have a lot of followers, well, I must – company A needs to give me $10,000 to promote their brand. Do you realize that you actually have to convert that to like thirty to $40,000 in sales for them to actually break even. And people think that just because they get a lot of likes, they have a lot of influence. Mm-hmm. Um, and the background for this real life situation, uh, my wife and I were in Florida. Very seldom do I go to the damn beach. I hate the beach. I yeah. hate the sand. I want mountains and snow and, you know. Right. So we're on, we're in the bathroom. Uh, we're going to go to the bathroom and they have this public bathroom right on the beach. So, you know, dudes, we go in there, right? And, we're in and out of a bathroom, you know, quick. Girls go to I have to wait for a stall, you know, and all that kind of crap. All right. So when she comes out, I have um, a group of tourists. We'll call them tourists, non-American tourists mm-hmm. visiting the ocean. And they all have a lot of cameras. Oh, yeah. They they got to be from Asia. Oh, come on. Oh, man. I'm, I'm saying. Jeez. I was going to say there, it, there, There's it. Nothing wrong with that, but every time I've gone to the St. Louis Arch, it's just like, holy this, shit, dude. It's yeah, this is it awesome. It's it's great. Uh, dude, please come to our country. Yeah, if you're doing it, Asia, love please it. do okay, it. Steve, just shut up. It's great fucking sorry. great. Yeah, Steve, shut the fuck up, all right? <laughs> Jesus fucking so I get I get surrounded by all these people, and this one lady, she's very friendly, and she says, <laughs> uh, you have a mini tattoo. No, you did that. Yes. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Okay. That's interesting. And, and I'm being politically, I'm not, I don't have anything against any ethnicity. It doesn't matter. We're, we're all. making it worse than it is. We're being funny now. Okay. But, but that's so, interesting. She, she actually so she, talked to you about that. Yeah. And she wanted to take photos oh, of yeah. my that's tattoos. That's kind of cool. Fuck yeah. So I'm standing there and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, I don't care or whatever. Yeah. So this is real life how social media works. Okay. Uh-huh. So for anybody paying attention, this is a key thing. Think about this. So two people start taking my photo. Then other people walk up and they see those people. So then they start taking my photo. By the time my wife comes out of the bathroom, I've got about 13, 14 people gathered around me snapping photos like paparazzi style. Like with you or just of you? of me. Oh, yeah. And I'm just standing there like, okay, this is getting a little weird, you know? And then my wife comes up and she's like, what did you do? I'm like, I didn't do anything. She's like, no, seriously, what'd you do? I'm like, I didn't do shit. Like these people just asked if they could take pictures of my tattoos. So then more people start coming up. Well, now this one dude comes up and as he's got his iPhone and he's snapping photos, he looks at this girl standing next to him and he goes, Hey, who is that guy? And she stops for a second taking my photo. She looks at him. She goes, I don't know, but everybody else is taking his photo. He must be famous. (laughs) And they went back to taking my photo. There you go. That's that's fucking social media right there. People come across somebody's page and they're like, oh, he's got 40,000 followers. He must be famous. Right. No. He probably bought 
85 percent of them yeah, he's right, not famous right, right so people follow because they want to be a part of it they want to follow along and it's not true engagement right those are those are you're not an influencer right okay that's I'll a very take, good point. I'll take my 10,000 followers because I know the brands that I work with, they tell me weekly, monthly, dude, you convert. We right. sell shit because right. I'm giving out real information, authentic information, Yep. and I didn't go and buy a bunch of followers. I didn't just go do 15,000 giveaways every day just to get a bunch of followers. Right, right. Those, that's not an engaged well, audience. You see some of those people, too, that have like 100,000 or likes or followers or whatever, yep. and then... No you see one photo and it has like 13 likes on it. Yeah, yeah. bought. You know, yeah, you're um, like, what the fuck? Chase Ralston told me something a long time ago. Um, we've had a good rela- friendship relationship and a good like business relationship for mm-hmm. several years now. Um, I look up to him highly in the marketing game and the business game and mm-hmm. um, consider him a really good friend. Um, something he told me back when, um, I, I guess you could say he kind of like discovered us. In a way, like in a way, and it's we've told the story. Yeah, uh, it's it's great. Yeah, yeah. But he kind of he the way he said to me, he's like, "Listen, you guys aren't going to get X brand to put you on their. You guys are never going to be on a commercial. Yeah, but people will work with you for you to advertise in your arena because they know people are into shit that you would probably be into because you guys don't give a fuck. Yeah. Whereas like a lot of the mainstream guys." have to give a fuck because someone's telling them they have to give a fuck. Correct. Okay, right. boomers. Yeah. So it's different. Like, that's kind of why I made that joke earlier, and, like, I caught it from 3-6 Mafia. I think it's so funny. <laughs> the, the most known unknown is, like, when you kind of cuss and talk and make nose beer jokes and shit yeah. like that, like, it, it, it's funny <laughs> to us, but right. for, right. like, and we, we're good friends with Dan Drake that owns Scent Crusher. Oh, yeah. He's not going to put us on his commercial going... This is the Sit and Crusher gear bag. Buy this. Yeah. But, He's smarter than that. But yeah. he knows that advertising on our show does work. We actually do use it, and we like it. We'll tell yeah. you straight up if yeah. what's you know this is how we are. But yep. that's why they work with us. But they're not going to put us on their brand because we're saying shit like that. Yeah. But we're also getting like the dude Weldon right now cussing, mm-hmm. you know, cussing his boss, wanting to get off work and go drink a beer. Like, those are, that's our beers, crowd, yeah. you know. Like, well, we can say shit like that where maybe other hunting out- media outlets can't because. They're gonna be like, "Oh, boycott them" because they said nose beers. Yeah. I always come back well, to a welder, bro. I just love that. That's so funny <laughs> well, because I love welders because I know what kind of people <laughs> I love, they are. you. Love nose beers. <laughs> well, and that's the the biggest thing with branding and marketing is understanding who your consumer is. Yeah, and make sure that you brand and you market to them. You know, if my branding message was, um, "Hey, I I fly everywhere I go." Well, do you think BF Goodrich is going to want to sponsor my ass? <laughs> right. No, right. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's making sure and, – and likewise, if BF Goodrich did sponsor me, do you think they're going to see a return on their investment? Hell no. Right. You know? So you have to promote to who your audience is. And brands, when they pick an influencer or they pick a podcast or a show – like you have to make sure that your branding message and your product matches up with them. I mean, right. you know, I'm 41 years old. I don't have a whole bunch of 15-year-olds that follow me. Well, you know what's cool about that? 15-year-olds ain't got no damn money. Yeah. So they're not supporting any of my brands, right. you know, the companies that I work with. For sure. Know? And anybody that says, oh, man, I do this just to do it, full disclaimer, I generate money that's how i pay my bills like for doing marketing consulting for companies and brands that sponsor arrow wild yeah um i'm converting sales for them also full disclaimer 
I've never worked with a product that I didn't 100% believe in. That right there is key. Yeah. Key. 100%, because 100%. I will except say, he's on the WCB podcast. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, dude? <laughs> we, well, sometimes, you know, you got to dip your toe in another water. So <laughs> yeah, you got to take one for the team here. <laughs> but he's growing his bourbon barrel calls. has got to grow. You know, it's make some sense. Yeah, it's a good point. You know, some dumb rednecks listen to our show. They're going to buy his shit. He's got a throwaway <laughs> company that he needs to make a little money on. It's, so like, a, it's like having a burner <laughs> phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just get rid of it when you want to. <laughs> bourbon barrel calls. This is Johnny Utah's burner phone. That's my burner account. phone. That's why I have so many accounts. If one doesn't work, I'll just trash it. Start another one tomorrow. Those yeah, torch that one. That's hilarious. Yeah. I don't even remember what I was going to say now. Oh, we we actually, like, we've turned down some sponsors that, like, would have been very, probably lucrative for us. Sure, sure. You know, yeah. but it was a lot of the, like, test test your morals a little type yeah. stuff, yeah. you know, like where I had some phone calls back and forth for a few weeks, and you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like, man, you know, I love the people there, and I just it's just not a product we would use. Yeah. Like, and no disrespect to their product. Like, right. it's just something right. that we wouldn't use, yeah. you know? And they're like, I sure, man, they like... I'm like, yeah, no, it was great. Like, I'd podcast with them again 100%, but it's yeah. just not something I... I morally yeah, feel our, right about sure. see ourselves using yeah. it. Right. We couldn't well, actually talk about it, you know? Yeah. And you ha- and you know and you have to be that way. Um and, and people see through that. I mean that's the thing. I don't want to come like dude they that's when you start getting that vibe of like you kind of sold out, you know, exactly. or whatever. I don't yeah. know how people like really catch yeah. that, but well, the other day on Instagram stories, like as con- new contracts are coming in for 2020, you know, companies are renewing and stuff like that. I was starting to, you know, plug some of the companies as the contracts come in and then um, once they're all in after ATA and stuff like that, then I'm going to do a recap. And then basically my final screen is going to be, are you seeing a pattern? These are the same companies that I've been with since 2015 or 2016, right, right. 2017. Like, that says something. That I don't jump brand to brand to brand to brand to brand. I don't, you know, I never yeah. have. Um, not saying that some brand new company that, revolutionizes the market. Happen. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I don't, uh, and you see it with so many companies. You know, there's so many hunting shows that I know of that are sponsored by X Broadhead, but they kill with Y Broadhead. <laughs> yeah. And then they right. unscrew, <laughs> yeah. screw one back on. Couldn't yeah, have done it go. without my such and such Broadhead. Yeah, like, where's the rubber well, band still on that motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. Unscathed. All right. Yeah. Let, let me ask it. Go ahead. Yes. Who is making that hat for you? Are you sponsored by that? Because that's the greatest hat I've ever seen in my no, oh, fucking so, life. Okay. <laughs> Dude, me is being the upper class Here person that I am. Yes, of course. I saw something pop up on Instagram the other day. <laughs> hunt hunt to eat. They had this sale for $5 on sale. And I was like, 5 bucks. Oh, yeah, I got to have it. I've been looking at that hat all fucking day. And so, I was like, why the I fuck this too. dude? Why did this too. dude wear this fucking Hawaiian sunrise hat? It, it, like, it looks like a Hawaiian sunrise, but you get the, the other side of the yeah. brain, it's got the, and oh. it's a goddamn elk on there. It's yeah. the greatest like, thing. It almost looks like that one you get the fair that where they had airbrushed uh, it. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. You know Dude, those are, like that's the, class right I know. There. That's what I'm I saying. I'm like, those. Well, I love the, the foam trucker hats. Like, I love them. Oh, so, yeah. Hey, oh, yeah. I just, had, I just have a shirt idea for the website that we, we got to make. We got to make this. Once Steve's turtle dies... You know the hood shirts of the big white tees, and it's just a photo printed on, like, R.I.P., like, whatever their oh, homie yeah. that died. Yeah. yeah. We're doing that for Steve's turtle. Kurt, it has oh, to be a fucking sure. – you can only get it in tall tee size. <laughs> dude, I don't know if you well, can get tall tees still. I think you can, dude. Tall tees. Do, do you know what tall tees are? 
tall tee. There's just the really long shirts, God right? God damn it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. part of the hood. All right. I, well, I, I mean, that was pretty easy. I guess. bought dope in Cincinnati <laughs> for a living. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. 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 Listen to episode 312 to hear the backstory yeah. on that one. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was legal, I assure you. But um, no, I, when I called Sam Soholt with his public land tees, I called him and I said, hey, dude, I'm going to buy some elk shirts now. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, I didn't want to be a poser and like buy elk shirts if I'd never been on an elk hunt. Uh-huh. But now I got my first elk hunt plan for this year. So I was like, now I feel like I can. Yeah. So now you can buy I elk can buy shirts. an elk you shirt. Buy you know, an elk and shirt I don't have to be a poser. Right? <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I should buy an elk shirt. I've been yeah. on an uh, elk hunt. I didn't tell anyone. Yeah. yeah. And, I an elk hunt. I went. I went. <laughs> I went, man. Anyway. That, is, that is a great fucking hat. I'm, oh, thank you. I'm, I'm, thank I'm you. Like I said, five dollars. I don't know the guys from Hunt to Eat. I've never met them. I couldn't even tell you the first the, any of the owners or or who they who they are exactly. But um, it was a rad hat, and I'm like for five dollars. Like that's a steal. Super. Fun. So you remember how Johnny Utah the, said he's like, like he's like yeah, I'm not I'm not that great, but I'm a marketing guy. Do you listen to how he's marketing this fucking hat? They paid him five grand to say this on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> he's like I don't know these fucking guys. We should hey, check him out. Five dollars. Hey, they will now. I was gonna say if anybody. <laughs> is like I wonder if he's that good of a marketing guy I want you to stop for a second and see how many of you actually typed in hunt to eat or wrote Ooh. the name down right to look and see what this hat looks like are we like. all about to be collecting royalties from this podcast Damn. right now <laughs> it's a shame there's too many people in the studio right now <laughs> by the way we by the way, divide it up by five and six I, I yeah. wanted to comment on that shirt because uh, um, if that's the same diamondback I'm thinking of um, diamondback bicycles no, it's, nope. it, it's the firearms. <laughs> nice it's, the, nope, it's different. It's, is yeah. it not the firearms? No, no not firearms. Okay. It's well, the truck then, bed covers. Yeah, I actually had a guy come up to me one day, and he goes, dude, how do you like those guns? And I was like, they're all right. <laughs> dude, that was the first thing I thought of. Yeah, I was like, they're all right. They do good. And then he was like, what? I went, what are you talking about? And he goes, Diamondback Farms. I bought an AR-15. Yeah, because. And I was like, yeah, this is Diamondback truck covers. And I tapped, you know, the truck, you know, yeah. the truck yeah, cover. Yeah. And he's like, oh. I will say I didn't know about Diamondback truck covers until you. Oh, cool. and when Dude. I saw them when you came up for the at our old studio, uh-huh. I need to get one for my truck. Dude, they're man. so legit. Like it's like the steel vault. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah they're they're they rad. Are. Didn't was it you? You had a pallet on top of yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah I put a whole pallet fertilizer. Could you put two oh. pallets on there if you got a? No, they'll hold sixteen hundred pounds. Sixteen okay, pallets, okay, okay. probably. That's impressive. It is. is impressive. I mean, they say sixteen hundred, but like on a short box, I would have to imagine. We got a welding guy here that understands gusseted stuff on a right. smaller square yeah. inch footprint. You can fit, you can hold more. I, I would think that the sixteen hundred is probably their rating on their long bed stuff. Yeah, yeah, and that's probably what they just use as their blanket mm-hmm. deal. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's they're, cool. They're legit. Yeah. What like one me over is, and if you've ever hunted out west and did some like like road scouting, oh, like yeah, in a little band in your truck. Stay, well, when you stood on top of the back, I oh, you had some yeah. photos of you glassing on the, on the uh-huh. back. Well, yeah. Oh, too. When you leave your truck there, no one can just rip into your, exactly. your cover. Yep. It's a good point too. But I, like from a scouting perspective, you can stand up on that thing and not worry about Dude. falling in it or nothing. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's, what's, that's what's nice about having a beater too. Cause I just stand on top of Helen on the roof. <laughs> you know, I just, <laughs> shit, can't see shit. Well, I just stay on the roof. I called it my MS, my MSV. And somebody's like, what? I'm like mobile scouting vehicle. Dude, you know, gravel roads. Yep. Do do a little, little, you know, booze, you know, uh, what's up? Little, uh, <laughs> a little what? A little booze little cruising, you know, booze little, cruising. Okay, yeah, a little gravel road traveling, you know, uh, velvet <laughs> season. I love it. But yeah, was, I take, I, yeah, I take a tripod and I take glass, and it's great. So, Johnny Utah. Um, yes, Steve. I'm, I'm moving to Iowa. Are me yeah. and you going to go on those uh, gravel road trips? No, yeah. he's not going to invite you, dude. You are like walking entertainment, like. 
obviously <laughs> what the being fuck a, does that mean being a comedian <laughs> like <laughs> like funny shit you know what i, I mean know, i i have a problem with um i get so wrapped up in like my shit you know like we said it before we were recording like i don't look at other people's stuff that much yeah you know what i mean um i don't look at what they're posting i'm looking at the effect Mm-hmm. Sometimes I look at the views or comments or, and you're kind of always judging what's going on, what's, what's trending or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, um, I get so wrapped up in my shit sometimes that it, it's nice to have a guy like Steve around <laughs> that can like say some funny stuff. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Yeah. It makes you kind of stop and like get it, out of the It's the only reason why we have them. And you feel better about yourself it's after you hang out like with them for a few hours. Hey, let me <laughs> say it again. That's what it is. It's the only reason why we got him. Like, right, hey, right. You know, like, cause do you think like Mini Me, the guy uh, Vern Troyer, like he wouldn't have made it as an actor as a four foot or three foot six actor, but he was an oddity. So yeah, you got to keep him around. That's yeah. why I'm selling the podcast. I'm an oddity. Uh, oddity. Yeah. No, it makes yeah. sense. No, but it's yeah. No, yeah, it, I like think that. it'd be funny. Yeah, we, we you ought to. Do you know what part of Iowa you're going to go to? Like southeast, eastern? Yeah, Doug's house. Yeah, Doug's house. <laughs> He's oh. going to my house. Oh, dude, yeah. I'm moving into fucking Doug's house. Oh, okay, cool. But I, I've got some <laughs> Which property that me and you will discuss. For three and, months. Um, That's it. So three months. So hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Doug put like let a me, limit on it. Like, let, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Let no. me back up. Let's back up. Hold on, pause, 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 pause. Oh, fuck. Did you just offer Johnny property? And I want to ask you this. Did you offer Doug the property that you got access to before Johnny oh, when no, you're no, moving no. into his fucking no, house? No, no, no. Wait, wait, no. wait a minute. Wait. Did a minute. this happen, Doug? He did not. Okay, so no, hold, when, on. When, hold on. Are John, you, you are you brown nosing right now? No, I'm not. I'm not. Well, two days on. ago. He is brown nosing. Two days Steve, ago. Steve, are you brown nosing right now? Bro, I'm not brown nosing. Look how clean my nose is. Steve, Bro, I've had no nose beers tonight. Looks pretty brown. <laughs> my nose is clean. I do find that very funny still. I'm glad you do. I never heard that before. <laughs> Probably wild. I'm not in the Coke game. Sorry. <laughs> well, Sorry. Go to local anyway, bars around the Quad City. I just find it a little disrespectful to Doug. Very disrespectful. No, no. No, no. When I... See what I'm doing here, Johnny? Came up on this property. Johnny's like, uh, shut I, up, dude. I, I mentioned it, and uh, I was like, yeah, my property that I, uh, I'm going to get access to. And Doug goes, our property? I go, yeah, you're going to let me live in your house, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did that happen, Doug? It might have. Okay, it did. It, it did. You drunk fuck. I don't remember it though. It did. I remember it because you were sitting right next. I don't to remember like, it. Yeah, it didn't happen. Yeah, so. if I remember it, didn't happen. So <laughs> shut up, dumbass. That's anyway, funny. Um, fact. Sorry, Steve. I just had to make a point. No, you're, you're good. You're good. You tried to make a point and you failed, brother. No, I'm, I'm just waxing the fool. <laughs> you're gonna wax this fool, dude. 2020, Steve gets waxed like a fool. I, I get to the like Johnny part here. I, I want to. Yeah, where are you going? I get to the Johnny part. He's look, he's got an empty smile right now. He's waiting for it. Hey Johnny, yeah. What were we talking about? <laughs> something about a piece of property. You're gonna let me come kill some big bucks on or something? Yeah, we weren't talking about that. I was talking about. Um, I I got a girl who's got a crush on you, bro. On me? Yeah. Interesting. You want to come take care That's of that? That's where you were going? Just fucking with you. I was I'm like, not where you were going. Let me ask Mrs. Mrs. Mulligan what she thinks about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you fucking better. Mrs. Utah. You fucking better. No, I, um. Yeah, she might be like, oh, somebody else, you know, like, oh, yeah. No, no, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Johnny. Here's what I'm asking you. See if you can do with him going to Canada twice in a month. <laughs> exactly. Just to drive there is probably going to kill him. She's like, oh, me and the three kids can't handle like, uh, Johnny. Uh, like, I'll call him like, Johnny, I was, I, I was trying to be the side dude, but like, you got to get home and handle these kids, dude. I'm out. <laughs> it's pure and simple. I felt, I felt so bad the other night. She, I came in and it was one of those deals where 
I check a lot of social media. I answer a lot of messages while I'm driving. Yeah. You know, cause I'm, I can't physically do anything else. You know what I mean? So I've got this thought in my head. And as soon as I walk in the house, like she wants to tell me her shit. You know, and I say that with all due respect. But right. It's like her stuff that I, I get she dealt with. She's not going to listen to this. Yeah. I think yeah, every, every married man's been there. Yeah. So yeah. she's dealing yeah. with, you know, her, whatever. What's throwing her face, shit, Eric? Right? Way to go. So she's mean to tell me her stuff. And I'm like, I stop for a second. I look and I'm like, uh-huh. And it's like, it has to be like this glassed over look. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, looking sure. at her. I'm thinking... Let's see. I got three orders that came in for that outfitter for calls. I got to make two charred wood calls. I'm like, shit, I got to make that Luminoc commercial. You know, and I'm like, I'm just going through the checklist. Yeah. yeah. And like finally you're I there, stopped her. You're not there. Yeah. And I go, is this a long story or a short story? Oh, oh boy. And she's like, whatever. Jesus you know, fuck. yeah. She's like, MF her. Like, you know what I mean? Like, beat it. Like, she's like, I don't even know why I even try. And I'm like, yeah, me neither. I got to go. I get it every you know I what all I mean? the time, too. Because it's always like, um, yeah, I told you that last week. I'm like, I don't think you did. She's like, yeah. She's like, yeah, we were staying in the kitchen. You just got home from work. I'm like, yep, that was it. Well, what, yeah. uh, there was a there was a Facebook post. Um, I've seen it a bunch over the past several years, but it was like, yeah, my wife and I were talking the other day, and she said, "Don't you remember, like, you know, don't you remember, you know, me saying that?" And he's like, "I thought it was the weirdest way to start a conversation." You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. um, but it just proves a like the. How long point. have you guys been married? Uh, it'll be 20 years no in September. Shit. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, man. thanks. September? Yeah. What yep. day is September? Uh, September 23rd. Oh, okay. You're old enough to be a grandfather. Yeah. Well, so I my my daughter, she's actually she's still got a few more days before she goes back, but she just finished up her freshman year in college. Very cool, man. Yeah. Are they into hunting at all or None. anything? Photography, None. videography? Um, my daughter thinks it she thinks it's cool. Yeah. Um my boys like um I guess I've never really asked you about your kids. Yeah, what's up with your kids? Yeah. You got a daughter that's 18. Uh, Not to sound creepy, se- but. 17. That was creepy. He's He's smarty. The fuck I'm fucking up. with you. I'm yeah. fucking with I'm you. I'm about dude. to hit you with this buffalo <laughs> I'm right here, son. You better get stampeded. Oh, shit. You're going to get a buffalo. I forgot. I, forgot. I was not talking about my tattoo. Yeah. Go well, ahead. We'll get to so that. My, we'll get to the that. Boys, the boys are 11 and 14, and um, they're really not into it. Into hunting? No. Yeah. I mean, you know, my oldest, he went turkey hunting with me back in the spring. And we sat for like an hour and a half. He got bored. And I was right, like, all right let's, right, let's split. I'm like, I don't want to push it, right? Yeah, you so, want to let him get Yeah, it. let yeah. it be fun. So I'm like, man, this is, this is an awesome sit. So we're riding back to the house. I'm like, well, hey, bud, how, you know, did you have fun? Did you enjoy it? He's like, eh, it's kind of boring. I'm like, we saw one Tom at like 100 yards that hung up, didn't commit. We had two Jakes come in and kick the shit out of the Dave Smith decoys. Oh, we yeah. had like four <laughs> does within two feet of the blind. Pretty rad oh. sit. I was like, hour and a half. Like, yeah. Are you kidding me? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, shit. I mean, I can't compete with iPad. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. So they're not as into man, it. It's a new challenge nowadays, man. I got a, I got a it bear is. ahead of me with, with my daughter. So do you, Tank, it's with tough. your kiddos. It, it, it is tough. Um, you know, I know you, you know you guys work with with, uh, with Elite, um, the bow company that I work with. Uh, they sent me a couple of their new youth bows. Yeah, and um, you can you can say what bow company you oh, work okay, with. Okay, so with Prime. Yeah, and um, hey, you got to make your money. We got to make ours. Hey, that's right. right. That's right. Uh, appreciate fair. that. But um, yeah, so they they have their other brand Quest, mm-hmm. um, and they've got a really killer you know youth bow uh, that's ready to shoot. And they sent the boys matching bows. Yeah, and for like. Like they got those goals cool, and it was theirs, 
So they, they did enjoy shooting in the backyard this summer. Mm-hmm. And so I was trying to like reverse psychology. They're like, Hey dad, you want to go shoot? And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Oh, nice. <laughs> and they're like, well, we kind of want to. And I'm like, eh, yeah, I don't really feel like it. I'm looking at my wife and I'm like, you know, that's you try awesome, not to celebrate. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Have, like I'm a gonna, random I'm Tuesday night. You didn't right. think like, yeah. dude, I'd be this energized. Like, I'm going to try fucking, it. I'm going to, I'm going to try awesome. that. That's and awesome. then hopefully, like I said, we just, yeah. I, I think if we can, I can get them into shooting. Then now the here's the um, the X factor because before where we lived in Kentucky, not everybody hunts in Kentucky. Yeah, like everybody not, thinks not everybody outside. runs around barefooted either. You know? Right. Um, but in <laughs> Southeast Iowa, hunting is very popular. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So we moved to this. They're in the new school. You know, a couple of years ago. And they're the new kids. I mean, people aren't being mean, but they're just not. It's just not a third yeah, they element. didn't grow up with those kids. You right. know what I mean? So finally, um, and that that will stick with you a little bit. You it know, does. As a girl yeah, it's gotta be know? wild. They're planting roots, but, but I think it's also good for you. Sure. Yeah. And so one day, Brendan comes home from school and he's like smiling, like all ear to ear. I'm like, "What's up, dude? You have a good day? Did you get a kiss from a chick or what? Yeah. You know, get some digits? <laughs> man, What's yeah. up? Yeah. And he <laughs> goes, <laughs> he's like, you know, you um, there's a lot of kids like in my class that all watch like arrow wild that's oh awesome. no shit and i was like oh really and he goes yeah like they all think i'm awesome now that's cool and man. i'm like that's the coolest thing in the world like if Did- that if that helped you make right. that transition and, yeah. and whatnot um so they had um a school program oh fuck around christmas and um my wife's like hey be awesome if you came and i was like yeah it's I really got a really bad wind. Your I was wife like, was yeah, I can make yeah, it. Yeah, I can make it. Your yeah. wife was basically telling you, if you don't show up, uh, consider this divorce final. Pretty much. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I, get a, I got a shitty east wind. I'll be there. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you know what? It's this really crappy southeast wind. And I was like, <laughs> I don't have shit for that. I knew it was an east variant. Cause. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, okay, I'll go. So I go, and um, and we're walking in, and this one kid comes up to me, and he's like, holy crap, dude, you're Johnny Utah. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, man, he's like, me and your son are friends and blah, blah. And then he walks away and I was like, Hey, how do you know that kid? And then he goes, yeah, he didn't really used to like me, but now that he watches no Arrow wild, like I'm now cool. <laughs> and I was like, dude, if that's the one thing I can do for you that's in life, yeah. you know what I mean? Right. I was like, that's, you know, that's cool. So I, they're starting to get into it more and more. Yeah. Um, but I hope it's something that they get into because, you know, there's so much stuff that you can learn from hunting. I mean, you learn about mm-hmm. life and death. Mm-hmm. You learn the responsibility yeah. of taking something's life. Mm-hmm. Um, you learn patience. You learn uh, persistence. Um, and that's the Survival, biggest thing. Survival, really. Yeah. And that's you know? the biggest thing that like, I try to push people. Like, if you look at the foundation of everything, in my opinion, that's made me successful is persistence and work. Yeah. And anybody that's a bow hunter, like, it's there. you better have, you have persistence. It, yeah. Uh, or a good work ethic, or you're not going to kill shit. Yeah. Or you have to be lucky because we all do know those people that kill the first time. Right. But, yes. Yes. Um, yes at yes. the end of the day, we're all going to encounter that. So, like, I'm trying to like, te- you know, instill that to them in some other right. way. Uh, but like I said, it's really tough to compete with YouTube and an oh, iPad. I know. Watching well, imagine like my daughter is eight months. Cameron's got a daughter that's six, seven months in that range, and a um, you're you're back again. Yep. Uh, and I, your your boy's three, <laughs> yeah. two. Yep, three. So like, that's a cool age too. Your boy's He's cuter than you. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Wayland's way, way cuter than you. Now, what is a small, like, version of Tank? Like, what is a... Like he's a big, well, dude, you want to see Wayland? Like, that clone that, that of you, man. Like, dude yeah, buggy know, or, Humvee. like, Humvee? <laughs> there he's you a go. fucking lady killer, dude. This little little dude. So, so why Cameron pulls up a photo of his uh, clone. Yeah. In in my head, I think what I'm going to have to do to get my daughter into it, because, like, I already bought her a bow, but she's not going to be able to shoot it for, like, several years, right? Mm-hmm. Because she's so young, but um, <laughs> That's awesome. in in my head, because we That's have cool. the yard for it now, and I have a little bit. I have woods over here with like uh-huh. a ravine and like a creek and stuff down there. I'm gonna set up the most fun. Like when she gets old enough to get it, you know, yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. push on her too early. But uh, as soon as she can shoot a balloon and like think shooting a balloon and uh-huh. having it pop is so cool. I'm gonna set up just like the most rad little. Miniature 3D course with balloons everywhere, uh-huh. and that's how. Like I, my my goal is to probably channel her towards archery more than hunting for a long time. Yeah, because yeah. you can get scholarships off archery. Yes. It's a sport. It's you can. Uh, uh, it's, yeah, for and sure. then eventually, because yeah. I'm dad, who the, I have so many deer heads in my house that she by then when yeah. she's six, seven, eight, nine, I don't know how many I'm going to have. Yeah. <laughs> it, it obviously is going to be on her brain. You know, there, right. there's a deer head in her above her crib right now. Yeah. Like she's going to be thinking about it. Yeah. If not, that's fine. But at least I'm going to make that effort to channel her towards like oh, yeah. the archery game. Then mm-hmm. hopefully that bleeds into the deer hunting. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? I would say Waylon here. He talks about hunting all the time. He sees a yeah. deer on the side of the road. He goes, dad, deer, 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 bang, bang, bang. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's so that's funny. Cool. Uh, Johnny, you, um, you said something that I think would ring true with a lot of uh, either new parents or people who've had kids for a while. You were like, I want to show them the responsibility mm-hmm. of taking another animal's life. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's like the the you know breaking point of where people are like, oh, you hunt, <laughs> but like you kill deer. Yeah. We're like, yeah, you hunt, but then when you take something's life, there's a whole new meaning to that. So if, if you mm-hmm. talk to a lot of, um, like, a, I, I've got some friends that are vegans, and... Where are we going with this? Well, when I tell Thank them... Thank you, Doug. <laughs> Doug just... Well, when I tell them... Doug just already did that up. You're talking to kids that are vegans. I'm just saying. When I take an animal's life, people are like, you know, so what are you going to do with it? Like, what the hell is going to happen with it? And that's going to be the conundrum that, you know, kids these days are going to face, where it's like, hey... Your dad kills animals, but why does he do it? And then that kid nah, would be like, know, man. Not maybe, maybe not, maybe, maybe not. But at least in their mind, they're like, your dad kills animals. Like, but that's how we eat versus we just go buy meat from a store. So, like, trying to have a kid and transition from, like, dude, 90% of the kids you go to school with, they're reliant on somebody else having food for them. Sure. You... Yeah. You're going to be reliant on yourself, and your family's going to be reliant on you. So you either need to be the man or the woman of the family and be able to gather your own meat in case some shit fucking I see, goes down. I see what point you're trying yeah. to make. The, the sure, but, I'm, I'm, I'm not very well spoken. Yeah. In the Midwest, deer meat is a common thing. I, I feel it is for sure. more people in the Midwest like, oh, you got deer meat? Sure. Huh, oh, yeah. Can I get some? Yeah. I don't know what it's like once you get... Would you go eastern more, where right. it's more concentrated a population? Or far, far west. Far, far west, yeah. like west coast. Yeah. I mean, me personally, I feel like you have more friends when you have deer meat. Yeah. You know, ironically, oh, you, oh, but yeah. there's not as many hunters, yeah. which when, is strange. When you used to own a manufacturing company in the outdoor industry, or you have deer jerky, you're everybody's friend. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> friend. Yeah. 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 You have deer jerky at work. Oh, dude. 
everybody wants to talk to you. Yeah. yeah. Bro, hook me up. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. At the end of the day, it's much cheaper to go to the grocery store and just Way buy meat. Cheaper. I mean, we all think about what we spend in tags and, and gear. and everything yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. Um, my, my youngest um, had, like, some stomach bug, you know. And um, it was funny because he's just, like, doing the flop on the couch. I'm like, are you going to die? <laughs> Will you make me something to eat? I'm like, legitimately, like, you depend on me for survival. Yeah. Yes. Like, every day of your life, like, you depend – because you would just die. Yeah. Like, if we didn't cook dinner, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and when I was that age, I was not. So I make I, – I look back at – I didn't get on the internet until I was 15, 16 years old. There wasn't an internet. <laughs> right. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Until, like, you guys being a little bit younger than me – like you guys really kind of grew up with the internet. Social media was like MySpace was the jam when I was sixteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah sixteen. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, and I was getting on MySpace and like scoping out like dealers. Yeah, you were probably twenty five. That's how I made. Well, that's how I made right. like all my like a lot of early like drug cases. I made on MySpace. Okay, like it was <laughs> see episode three twelve yeah. to get those references. <laughs> right. right. Yep. Um, but like he wasn't hitting nose beers. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like. Cracking I look, down I look on at yeah, he's cracking down on the nose beers. Right? I I do like the fact that the kids are now so immersed in social media and technology and the internet and stuff like that because yeah. obviously it's not going anywhere. It's going to be around for yeah. Right. Um, but the t- there is some give and take, and then the yeah. take is kind of like what Steve I think was alluding to. Um, <laughs> if think? I bring out my uh, Johnny Utah decoder ears, um, <laughs> I think what he was kind of getting at is like you know there is that disconnect. That if you grow up in mm-hmm. something or mm-hmm. you're around certain people that do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and if the zombie apocalypse happens, us in this room. We're cool. I think we're fine. We're cool. You know, yeah. My yeah. kids, dead. You know, dead. plus they just drag me down and slow me up anyways. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's right. better. For, it's if we're being honest. Ah, you know, come on. <laughs> I mean, I see your point. You know, we're hunting five-year-olds when I could shoot a yearling right now. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. I'm just kidding. No, yeah. We're being assholes. But I get, I get your point, too. Yep. But, to, being funny, I guess. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know. It's um, it's an interesting thing. I, you know, my my youngest, he uh, he started his own YouTube channel. That's cool, man. With his guinea pigs. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's talking about his guinea pigs. And, you know, and what's funny is he's actually getting followers. And he's filming it with an old iPad mini, which has a camera quality of, like, one megapixel or something like that. Right. Which is top of the line when it came out. Yeah. By other kids that this are is watching like it, sixty three hundred dollars in this hand right. right here of camera that I'm using. Uh-huh. So it proves content does not matter. Like the quality of what, the content. What's What's cool about that the, is the actual content is what matters. Right. Yeah. So he is probably like, "Hey, I like these things." There's other kids that like these things yes, too, and probably sure. the kids that are subscribing and liking his stuff are kids that are like. Guinea pig. I want a guinea pig, man. Yep. Yep. And are watching his videos. They're That's awesome. YouTube guinea pigs and how to take care of them and however else, <laughs> yeah. whatever they got, yep. feed them and whatever <laughs> That's else. really cool, man. Yeah, and see, awesome. he comes up to me one day. He's like, Dad, he's like, you. this is last month. You gained a lot of subs. Didn't call <laughs> it subscribers. <laughs> you know, we're, we're, it's 2020. We're calling them subs. That's you know? awesome. So I'm like, oh, 
Oh, Kurt, dude, yeah. that's a cool thing that like maybe he won't get into hunting, but like YouTube could be like your guys's like thing together, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I, times are changing, man. One different. kid made twenty six million. I put him on payroll. I'm like, look, here's the deal, dude. <laughs> like, you do some research, figure out some YouTube algorithms or what? It, no, he. It, <laughs> but, but honestly, it's not a bad tactic. Get him. Uh, no, it's not. Get him <laughs> to make some rad videos on how to kill guinea he pigs. He could be the next you know? like, Logan, Logan <laughs> Paul or whatever. Do, that do you guy remember what I told you? Uh, I think I told this to Kurt. Uh, um, I had my uh, had a big family gathering, um, and my little cousin goes, "Hey, man, can you give me a shout out on your uh, oh, podcast?" Yeah. I was like, for, "For fucking what, dude?" I'm like, "I'm like, you know, we're a bow hunting podcast. He grew up in the city. He's like, I got a YouTube channel, and the dude's twelve. I'm like, <laughs> that's cool though, man. He's probably I'm like, I love that. I, I love like, that. Dude, yeah. what? I'm like, for what? What is your? <laughs> I got his." Uh, I got his name, and please, somebody find this. I, I would love to find his channel. He's like Nicky Boy Twenty Two. I don't really know what funny. he does. I'm like, what the hell do you do? He goes, I don't know. I just uh, you know see something out, and I just I, I I do a video about it. I'm like, see TikToks be his his yeah TikTok will be his shit. Hey. He's like, but he's still TikTok. Take care. I didn't need to know what it was. This, right, this, this, this kind of goes in. This is what I want to close on. I want to close this episode on kind of like working well, class as a TikTok. Let me tell this quick story quick, and then I want to get into TikTok? what I wanted. To, I wanted to pick your brain uh-huh. on what. Let me get to this. Okay, yes. so I'm, I'm trying to think two things at one time. So when I was on my hunt in Oregon, I was with a. Which I knew he was a big deal at the time, but I didn't realize how big a deal he was. And I, and I never know how to say his last name. Brandon Polinick. He's a very famous bass fisherman, tournament yeah. bass fisherman. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't realize he was yeah, the Michael he, Waddell of fishing, of bass fishing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I hunted with him. Like, he filmed me and took very good photography. You guys, yeah, he's a really great photographer, really great videographer. Super cool dude, right? And, um, and so he filmed me and, and, Filmed hunts and yep. all that of me hunting in Oregon. He he bucked out early, and we're uh, it was kind of fun. I felt like a kid because me, Brandon, and then uh, Lucas Burt from Loophole. We had in hunting camp. We had beds one, two, three, right next to each other. So I felt like we're having a little like slumber party, you know, like <laughs> oh, yeah, boys right. in camp bullshit, <laughs> yeah. you know. And, and all the lights are off at night, and your guys are just bullshit making fart noises dude, and shit. you know what? <laughs> you know that, that happens. That's exactly what it was. That and, happens. And it yeah. was so refreshing to kind of, like, just have that innocent of, oh, yeah. like, just, like, bullshit fun. Yeah. Like, there, it was so childish, but we were just laughing. But it, it might have been, like, all the crown we drank. But um, Brandon is like, dude, you have a, you guys have a TikTok for the podcast? I'm like, dude, I, do, I will never make a TikTok. He goes, well, you better make a TikTok because let me show you my TikTok right here. Shows me his TikTok. Yeah. Insane followers. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Nuts. It's crazy. He goes, every kid right now has TikTok. He yep. goes, we are out of that generation gap. Right. And he goes, make a TikTok right now. And I'm like, nah, dude, that's corny. Yeah. And he goes, make a TikTok right now. And I'm like, all right, I'll make a TikTok. I think I messed it up how I made it. But I made a TikTok for the podcast. Yeah. And TikTok is so cringeworthy. Oh, and I can't awful. stand to be on it. But what I, I think I've uploaded like five videos. They're it, all bullshit. Did it suck uh-huh. you in there? No, it's – I'm not into TikTok. I, I don't – I didn't find myself go down the wormhole. No. But what I did is I, I just – every now and then I'm like, I'll just upload a video to see. Uh-huh. Out of the five videos, like most of them have like 230, 300 views. I uploaded the one when I was on my elk hunt with Jeremy from Buckstorm. 
we were in the middle of the backwoods of this timber, and we find this log that had been <laughs> chainsawed out to look like a penis. Yeah. Like, I'm not kidding. When we found it, we were we were at the end of the hunt. We realized we weren't going to kill nothing. We are kind of fucking off, you know? Uh-huh. And we're deep in there, and we're laughing our asses off by this just carved-out wiener penis. in the woods out of a log. <laughs> like, so right. I took a video of him bugling, like, leaning on it, and I uploaded it on the on TikTok. And it got like 11,000 views in a week. And I don't know why. I didn't hashtag anything unusual. Like is hashtag even a thing? I don't know anything about TikTok. It's a very big thing there. I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything about it. Um, I should pull it up just to show. Just think of it as public public Snapchat with hashtags. It is weird, man. The first I heard about TikTok is when you mentioned you started TikTok (laughs) for the podcast. So this is the video. That's (laughs) the first thing I've heard about it. Johnny, see this? um, I'm trying to pull the video up. So it has... Oh, I can't see. It's got 442 likes, three comments, and 11,000 views. And I didn't do anything. I I just uploaded it. And for some reason, my internet sucks. So. Do you guys remember, like, about it, it, six This is months. the caption. Just a casual elk call in Colorado. Sure. But uh, let me turn the internet off and see if it works now. So here, see that? That's what we found in the woods. Uh-huh. It's, like, carved out. That's hilarious. Jeremy's a Steeler fan, so fuck him. So this is Jeremy from Buckstorm Productions. <laughs> so, and, here, and here's what you have to realize. Like, look at the majority of the people that are on TikTok. They're probably like, what is that? What like is he a doing? Dinosaur call? Yeah, right. what is he like, doing? Yeah, because the comments that we have on it are, he said deer. Imagine pulling that out in class. I thought he was drinking something. Those yeah. are the comments. Right, right. So they have you, no fucking clue. No, no. no do you idea. guys, do you guys remember? Um, I, I think this was like six months ago. There was like a new social media platform. I like Rogan. Yep, I remember uh, all these guys. And they started this thing, and then it was like, it just went abandoned. Like, well, fuck, it's gone, because apparently the dude who started it was like a fucking pedo or whatever. I That might not be correct. I remember what you're talking about. But the shit went away. What was that called? Do you remember? Do you know what we're talking about? I can't remember. But there was another thing. Do you we, remember I made this? one, because I felt TJ Unger made one, and I was like, well, we better make one, too. Everybody made this the, the picture, and they were like, hey, this is my so-and-so. Oh, like, they thought that was going to be the new yeah, social media. Yeah, like a year yeah, ago now. Yeah, yeah, by the yeah, way, yeah, yeah. by the way, there was another one that I thought was going to happen, and I happened to look at this the other day, the Hunt More app. Yeah, we had the Hunt More. We, we, Hunt still, More have, we still have Hunt More. Um, we I, were steady I, on that for a bit. Yeah, and I think that was going to be the new... <clears throat> Not MySpace of uh, hunting would be great if it was. Well, there was but a uh, there was a hunter's version of like MySpace for a while. I thought that was Hunt More. I thought that's what that was. Well, there was, was one like, before it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, was there? And we I had I know, one of those. I know you're talking about now. I can't remember what it was called. Oh, fuck. Listen, Instagram and Facebook are king, and yeah. I think Facebook will fade out eventually. Mm-hmm. But what I wanted to get to, this is what I wanted to close on. Sorry for dragging that out. <laughs> with with how, it's kind of the wild west right now of social media, right? Yeah. Like because you can have you you might not like what my product is. Mm-hmm. I'm just like laying out an example. Mm-hmm. If I come out with a product, you might not like it, and you never even used it. You just don't like me, mm-hmm. and you can get on everything and bash me and do this and post yeah. shit and bash me and try and ruin my reputation and look and brand and everything on everything you can, yeah. and it might actually affect me. Sure. Do you think? With how social media is, with the marketing game, the money that's to be made in social, do you think in ten years there go- there's going to be social media laws 
that kind of regulate how Ooh. things happen because I feel now it's so new that nobody has any idea what's happening yeah. that I think in the next 10 to 15 years, once we all calm down for, and it becomes a normal thing for yeah. all the you generations, years, not five years. I feel, I think 10 years. Dang. I think that I personally think there will be laws and regulations and things you can and cannot do and lawsuits that are going to be coming into place for like brand protection, um, character protection, all that shit. I mean, do you, do you see that as something that's going to happen, being a, a savvy guy? Less than five. Less than five. Yeah. Here, you know, here, think about it. When did Facebook happen? 12 years ago? Yeah, yeah. 12, 13 years ago? Yeah. yeah. So look at where it's come so far. Um, you know, there's already, they're doing market studies in Canada and a lot of other countries where you cannot publicly see how many likes a post has. Yeah, that, that's a good I, point, I, man. So Instagram threatened that uh, this they year. They did it for a actually. bit on some profiles. In, in yeah. Canada, like the people that were living in Canada that we met, they were like, oh, so like you pretty big on Instagram? I'm like, no, I'm a nobody. And they're like, oh, well, okay. I mean, it looks like you get me a lot of likes. How many followers do you have? I'm like, doesn't it show? And they showed me their screen. It didn't show. Yeah, they don't show. know how many followers I have. And but they I can like, see your likes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they were they're doing some test studies in different markets and they're huh. eliminating followers in some, likes in some, and so that's going to go away. Mm. Now, I think it's important a little bit. Th- think about it. Like with all of these anti-bullying laws that are coming up, mm-hmm. yeah, that's why I say less than 5. I guarantee oh, their I think you're right social now. media will be regulated um, because again, it's still in its infancy stage, right? Yeah. Um yeah. it's a wild west still, man. It is. It is, and you can you can do whatever um I do think that there's going to be more and more of this uh, ghost following that kind of gets taken away. And yeah, yeah. I think some of that stuff, and that, and that needs to happen. Like, that really it needs does. to happen. It does need to happen. Um, yeah. Top five Instagram Huntress profiles. No, no, no I'm talking about that. Fucking with you. That could <laughs> be a whole it. episode in itself. Yeah, which I will I will <laughs> mention one that I guess would be considered like a Huntress, like oh, a good friend of mine, Hannah Barron. She's legit, though. She's dude. legit. I spent a week with her in camp. I saw her, like, shoulder deep in, like, field dressing her own buck by herself. Right. And uh, she looked at me and, you know, in her accent. And she's like, so, what do you you think? I'm still an Instagram huntress? I'm like, no, you're. you're she called re- you out right yeah. there. She called yeah. you out. Damn. She, I was when like, no. Was, I was like, you're, you're, you're the real she's, deal. She's like, going to need me call. Yeah. She's going to need to call me out because I always think she looks super sweaty in every post she puts. Well, she's the weather. I, I, I give it to Southern the, Alabama. Like, it's yeah. hotter. It's how hot, how fucking hot is it? You, you dude, went down not, there to Not just hot. Photograph? Humid. Like, like. Miserable, humid, all the time. How are you gonna that get look, some? How are you gonna give some babe shit for looking sweaty? Yeah, no, like, she's. I will say, go she's, to hell. She's the real, <laughs> she's the real deal. But I not to go down that wormhole of the, of the Instagram huntress thing. But no, like, no, uh, she's a different. But now let's character. think about this for a second. If all of these people who love attention, okay, um, now and guy, there's some guys out there too. But like, if now you don't have likes and followers that the public sees, I love it, dude. They just Ooh. lost all credibility. You disappeared. Mm-hmm. Ever, you're gone. You're yeah. irrelevant. Yep. Right? You're a fart in so, the wind. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Yeah, exactly. So now I they don't understand. have their self-worth, right? Mm-hmm. So do they go away? Do they they fall off of the social media platform? Or is that going to be when another social media platform for the Insta-hungry? So right now, you can't get off of Instagram because that's where everybody is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if you can't see your followers or your likes... And then another platform 
That's what's going oh, to launch man. another platform. So there's going to be branches, branches of Instagram. It's going to be a yep. Yeah, it's going to be continuous of Instagram. So you get a yeah, new company. Yeah, right. We call it I don't know. We call it Insta Insta Light or whatever yeah. you know. Yeah. Or maybe Insta-Lite. it's something totally different. It's uh, the cardboard Matt Buzz cardboard box. Yeah, and then so people are like, Jesus, "Well, dude, I don't, don't want, I don't want to leave Instagram, but <laughs> but this this the cardboard app, you know, right, right. You can see my likes and followers. All right, I got to have self worth. I got to go over there. It's the underground Instagram. So I think that that will start another one. I think um, you're right. Yeah, that's fair. But, that's very fair. You know, but I do like for the hunting industry, especially. Man, this is it's a tough route. Because I go back to like me growing up hunting, I was into hunting because I liked hunting, and mm-hmm. I like I loved the influence. Like I watched, it wasn't even social media related. I I, and I always go back to this. Monster Bucks was like my motivation to yeah. hunt. Like I loved yeah. that. It gave me the camaraderie, and I had the hunting camp when I was a kid. Yeah, like I, dude, I used to have the VHS, dude. Oh, he dude, fucking did we, there. He still does. Johnny, one day when we have more time, yep. I got to go through <laughs> my library with you, dude. I'm a, awesome. I'm a hunting VHS and DVD junkie. Dude, yeah. I got, dude the Monster Bucks and Drury VHSs. Take, oh, take yeah. and vouch for me. Don't I, I have too many of them, yeah. probably. Yeah. You I don't repeat. move them fucking things. I have repeats, I was like, yeah. Jesus. I, I'm like, you want to borrow a copy? I'll rent you one. Three ninety nine. Back in two days. Gert's a Netflix of the hunting industry. Blockbuster. Once I get to finally unpacking my garage, I'm going to have a TV and all this, I'm gonna have a display of them all because I just mm-hmm. I think it's cool to have them all. It is neat because yeah. they're numbered and I just I love it. I don't know, um, but like when you're that into it, that for like the hunting and you're passionate about it, you kind of care about it on like a deep rooted level. Mm-hmm. You, I, I take it very personally, and you know, I, I started this hunting podcast for fun. It just kind of turned into this, whatever. But then it sucks when you see like the social media thing and you know people are just doing like a, a like grab, yeah, or just kind of like. Yeah. Um, it's not very off. I don't know. I, don't, I guess I don't really know the right word for it. It kind of hurts my soul a little bit. Yeah. You no, know? Well, and, and I had this conversation with a friend of mine recently where we talked about, um, let's think of money, monetary. You have lower class, middle class, upper class to call it, you know, yeah. those three categories. Well, Instagram status can be sometimes considered the same. Oh, low man, class, so middle right. class, upper class, right? Yep. So. In my space that I'm in right now, <laughs> he said my space. Who's <laughs> um, <laughs> your top? You know, five. with with photography and and hunting or whatever. Yeah. Um, so let's say I'm sitting under ten thousand right now. I'm almost ten thousand, mm-hmm. getting close somewhere around there. Um, so there's a lot of competition. You know, zero to two thousand, not a lot of competition, right? Yeah, yeah. right. You get above 2,000 to 10,000, there's a lot of competition. You know, I get a lot of people, you know, the same people that will call me and ask me advice on camera settings or marketing questions are not the same people that are hitting the like button on my shit. Sure. Mm. Which is I'm wrong, like, right? Yeah, I'm like, you're going to ask me questions? You want me to help you? Ethically. Yeah, I'm like, you need to like my shit, right? Because yeah, yeah. at the end of the day, if anybody doesn't know, that's how we reach more numbers is yeah. by likes and comments, engagement, mm-hmm. right? Yep. That's what we're supposed mm-hmm. to do. Um, so... Once you hit like 20,000 likes, um, imagine you're, you're running a race. Um, I can't and, imagine it, bro. Okay. Everybody, Sorry, bro. everybody, but Steve. <laughs> Sorry, bro. I'm you're, out. <laughs> you're running a race and you're competing with the person that's right in front of you. It's social media. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he's another Insta Instagrammer and you're right on his ass and he's not pulling away and you're like, I'm going to catch him. I'm going to catch him. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, he takes off. 
he's a mile ahead of you and you're like fuck it yeah. i can't catch him okay i don't he's no longer my competition so in the space that i'm at i feel like there's a ton of competition and everybody's like trying to screw everybody over like instead of just doing good shit yeah and being better than somebody or not better than somebody but doing more work and like earning and like doing better stuff yeah that's the hard part the easy part is just copy their shit or try to knock them down a rung you know what i mean right and it it's so like i i can't stand it yeah. You know what I mean? I really can't stand it. You it know? bothers me on a weird level. You know, I had a guy reach out to me one day. He was like, hey, man, you know, you're going to be at ATA. Like, I'd love to sit down with you for a couple hours and, like, pick your brain. <laughs> Shit. That's like, a long fucking time. Like, here's the deal. Yeah. I got three days to, to get a lot of networking in in the archery space. This yeah. is my career. This and you got to drink job. at the WCB right. boys. Exactly. <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> so your time is cut in half. You know, I'm self-employed. <laughs> like, I'm paying my way. I'm paying my hotel. Like, yeah. no, sorry. I, I can't. I can't do that. I wish I could help everybody, you know, if I possibly can. For sure. And even like with the Instagram messages and the Facebook messages, I try my damnedest to get to every single person. And I think that I do. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, you have to understand, like you have to be respectful of other people's times too. You know, like when I, if I was to call any of you guys and we're in a conversation and I had a question for you, like I'm trying to get my question in. And it's not that I'm being rude and I want to get off the phone, but I want to be respectful of your time as well. Right. Well, you Her, and I have had this conversation before about other people. Yep. Hey, you get it though. Like when we talk, we conversate. Yep. Get to our point. Like, hey, dude, I got to hop on another call. <laughs> cool, dude. <laughs> get out. Yep. <coughs> Every everybody's busy. Yeah. Pneumonia. Yep. Um, Ammonia. But yeah, we. we <coughs> um, sorry. Packing up a lung. Sudafed. I literally wish I could. <laughs> um. Sorry, I can't get out what I want to say. I'm like, my left lung hurts. Because um, we've also I had the conversation oh, yeah. with people who don't, yeah. like guys you never hear from. Yeah, that'll call you. Hey, I need this information, and then they're gone, and then you're like, yeah, yeah dude, like, yeah. it's just the wrong way to network. One of the, you know? well, like, and here's the thing: like, if anybody's listening to the podcast that I've ever called and asked for legitimate help, I want you to post the comment, and I want you to put in the comment, John called and asked me a question. Zero comments. Yeah. Because I go to Google. I go to the internet and I ask questions. <laughs> it's the same reason why I don't go and ask. Damn. <coughs> if I need the answers to something, I reach out to, like, I go on my own resources or I just go to the company direct. I don't call a friend of mine, a so called acquaintance that I talked to a year ago. <laughs> hey, bro, who's your hookup at so and so? You think you can get me a deal? It's the Fuck same off. reason why I don't oh, answer yeah. messages that say, hey, how do you start a podcast? Yeah. If here's, you're asking me that question first before you looked it up, you don't really want to you've start already a podcast. Lost. Yeah. Here's, yeah. A, here, here's, a, here's a great- Start a podcast the same way I started this podcast yep. with yeah. my boys. Here, here, here's yeah. a fucking great story. So when we first went down to Old Barn, mm-hmm. um, and it was like that big- uh, It was in October. It was a big party. We met you outside, and you're like, hey, I'll, I'll be at the guys in a minute. And you went to a porta potty and you were in there for like 30 seconds. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, he just took a piss. He's like, yeah, I just dropped a load. Over-evaluating like, that. Over-evaluating. Yeah. <laughs> but, it's, but it's funny because it's like, these look at shit. I'm like, dude, take, yeah. take your time. No. And you were like, no, I, I don't take my time. No. And you let us know that. You let yourself have a good poop, man. Come yeah, on. That's, that, that's exactly what the fuck I was saying. I'm like, dude. 
He just literally, like, he's with the boys, and he just took a 30-second shit. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Yeah, dude, like, going to the bathroom and eating and sleeping are the biggest waste of time. That, that's, that, that's the biggest waste of time. And so he he comes out here. Dude, he maybe walks you out. should hang out with this guy more, Steve. <laughs> I don't think it's so. He comes out, and he's like, oh, yeah, man, I'm done. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, dude, we literally are waiting out here for, the, for you to get done taking a piss. And you're like, look. When I take a shit, you know, it's it's a waste of fucking time. Because what are you doing? You're sitting there waiting for a turd to come Get rid out. of waste. Yeah. So you, and this is how we found out that whenever, Johnny Utah, <laughs> whenever Johnny Utah is on social media, yeah. it's, if he likes a post, it's because he's taking his shit. Yeah. And that's the only time where you're like. You got 30 seconds to like some posts? Yeah. Sometimes. You're sometimes like, they're fast. It's like so, next time you like them. Dude, I, he, he liked a post of mine. Like, I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Hey, I've, I've had some of those like where you go to stand up and you're like, whoa, leg <laughs> is completely asleep. Let me sit right back yeah. down. You Let know me sit what? back down and see what Kurt's posting. Um, I was kid. Oh, I love this kid. Do you know what? Uh, Tom Petrie from uh, Become One, <laughs> Nick Ventura and Tom Petrie. They have the show Become One on Sportsman Channel, uh-uh. and I didn't think that like anybody else in the world would get this joke. But like, I made a comment one morning. I was like, "Yeah," I was like, "I had the red lines on my thighs." <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I would have got it, bro. <laughs> he just starts rolling, and then the next morning, I get a text message, and it's of his thigh with like a red line <laughs> oh, yeah. on it. Yeah, totally <laughs> on your thighs. Oh, yeah. oh, what great! Uh, so yeah, if it's early in the morning and I'm liking your post. You can almost guarantee that it was during a poop. <laughs> Jenny, That's you thought What the else gr- am I going to do? The, the greatest amazing. thing is like, uh, well, Instagram got rid of it, but like before they did, I used to like, like, because you can see what people like and all the huntresses he used to like, like his first morning shit, his afternoon shit. He liked real shit, dude. Like, he liked some, <laughs> some killers. But yeah, when, pattern, he like woke up, bro, bro, when he first woke up, God damn. Well, those are all these, the first ones that, you know, it's the top of the feed because all the other <laughs> horny dudes are like liking everybody's yeah. stuff. Right. So that's another thing. If I'm just giving you shit, a, by the if way. If you're a dude and you're throwing love at some chick and you're not looking at the content, or it could be a chick throwing love to a dude. And here's the thing like, don't be the whole like Jim Carrey, like dumb and dumber. So you're saying there's a chance. Like, no. They don't know. They're not noticing. You yeah. Know? Hey, Probably John, not. John, Johnny, can I ask you to shut the fuck up right now? Can I politely ask you? <laughs> can I politely ask you? Like, uh, you see that? Uh, Jordan, you can exit. Gordon, yeah, you yeah. can go fuck right off out there because. Uh, hey, Kurt, can you mute his mic, please? Listen. <laughs> Dude, there is always a fucking chance. There's, I, I get it. There, no, there's, there's not, a chance. Bro. No, there's not. Go, go to sleep, sleep brother. <laughs> go to sleep, brother. Go to sleep. No. Let and, him shoot, bro. And in all honesty, like, not hating on the insta hunters is like if somebody's out there doing yeah, their hustle you know what i'm saying like it, yeah i respect everybody's hustle for as sure as long as they're putting in work for sure and they're earning it genuinely you know i'll, I'll i will say that but um we're kidding just, i mean yeah just don't buy likes and followers like if you do like i'm i feel sorry for you you know what yeah. i mean like i feel sorry for your own self-confidence that, that you're having to do that like I would advise you to seek medical assistance. You know, you know what's funny about that, and it it doesn't bum me out. It, and this is this is me, like my personal deal, kind of getting stuck in that like social media like follow trap type stuff. Because uh-huh. I mean, mentally, everybody's kind of looking at it. Sure. So you're looking uh, at how many uh, followers you have. You're yeah. looking at how many posts yeah. Yeah. And, or how many likes and shares and shit you get on your posts. Um, 
Like our actual podcast gets uh-huh. more downloads than we have followers on social, uh-huh. which because not everybody's on social. There's guys on a message. Like, yeah, I get more views than subscribers. Right, all the time. and that's right, right. that's good because guys, people people are consuming your content for what you put it out for. Yep. Um, and we'll get emails from guys. Hey, I don't do social media. Just wanted to say, listen to the show. Sure, have a good day. Yeah, and which that's is and that's all it is. Sometimes also, it's like Steve's a fuck face. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then it's like part of me is like, man, I wish you get, would just leave a comment or share the stuff so, so I get some exposure or whatever. Exactly. But then again, it's like I'm not going to complain at the same time because our content is being consumed to what we put it out for, right? Mm-hmm. Like, sure. Yeah. It's, uh, well, unfortunately, a lot of more savvy marketing directors in the outdoor industry are starting to pay more attention to that. They're not – it used to just be – well, how many followers do you have? Like from mm-hmm. ATA three years ago to exactly. now, it's changed right. a they're lot. Getting, right. They're sure. getting so much better, which which is great. The the other thing is like, look at the automotive industry. The automotive industry is like three to five years ahead of the hunting industry. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if you think about a commercial or a marketing strategy that was done for Ford or Dodge three five years ago, it's the shit we're just now getting around to do in the hunting industry now. So. You know, I look at those trends more than than anything. But yeah, I mean, like I said, marketing That's directors are getting a lot better, um, and they're becoming more like you know, man, we sponsored this guy and he had a hundred thousand followers. We didn't sell shit. We sponsored right. this guy with ten thousand followers. And we sold a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, it's for sure. more of an engaged, authentic audience. It's kind of know, like at times I can say with confidence that a good majority of our listeners have elite bows. Which I don't know sure. if like a lot of other like TV shows might. And I'm not saying like we're the reason, but mm-hmm. we might have had maybe like a, a sliver of influence and something like that. But well, maybe not. Well, and Saint, and there's always I would the, say that with Saint Crusher too. Yeah, 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 I would say just because it's like when you go back seeing like there are there's someone that's been you've worked with since 2015, 2016. That's kind of yeah. you know we started the show in 2015. Right. Like right. we're not well we're not jumping ships like some dudes jump relationships on social yeah. and, you and, know. and and I you know and. Again, I, I'm not a part of WCB, but like I pay attention to it because yeah. one, I like you guys, and you but guys you're are, in the fam now. Yeah, and you guys are doing good shit. So yeah. like I, I look at it and I respect what you're doing. Yeah, and it's um, we're officially a circle. Like, you guys have expanded your niche market. You're hitting high numbers. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Because you're mm-hmm. in, and that's how you grow. That's how you know something is legit. Is when you have staying power and it's and it's organic and authentic and you guys continue to grow. Right. Because I pay attention to that shit, I do see scent crusher post from Ural's grip and grins, and it'll be I'm like, what's that guy? What hat's he wearing? Huh? That's right. an antler with a microphone. Right. Yep. I'm like I've seen that logo before. Yep. yep. Um, right. We're same actually, thing with Elite, and I see that. So I know you guys are building and branding with your people, and I yep. know that you're influencing you know those brands. Being the marketing consultant for Old Barn, why do you think I reached out to you guys? <laughs> yeah, you I mean, know what I mean, that's that's you are part of the WCB crew. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of ties it in. Yeah, and that's what's cool about this. It's like motivated people doing different things, but doing right things in this mm-hmm. industry. I mean, what you think is the right thing? I guess I should say nobody actually knows. You think? I mean, you you probably have a better clue than we do. We're guessing. We're just doing what we do. You <laughs> yeah. know? Yeah. We, I mean, honestly, we're, like, it's out here. We're we're just doing what we do, man. Like. <laughs> Well, but it's it's an honor to have people like have faith in us to like for have you reach out. Sure. Hey, Julian has been your taxidermist. He's now at Old Barn. Uh-huh. You want to work with Old Barn? I'm like, yeah, well, right. I was going to go to Julian anyway. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You well, know, like so it, it's cool. Sometimes you can get lucky, like with pin the tail and the donkey style. Yeah. Um, but like I encourage people like have a strategy, 
look at six months, look at a year, yeah. and then just content, 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 content. And as long as you're delivering the right shit, the only thing that you can do wrong is by backing off your content. You right, I mean? right, right. Like keep putting the information out there. Your your followers and consumers will, will dictate if you're putting out too much. Right. If you start seeing your likes go down, hmm, maybe I'm giving I'm force feeding too much shit. I need yeah. to back it down a little bit. Too many posts can sink you a little bit too. You, you gotta kinda like Yeah, people gap. get bored of seeing it, you know. Or you don't want to be the guy that's like, Oh man, more. Yeah. Like right, ee, right. cringeworthy. Yeah. Ah. Unfollow yeah. that. That's annoying me. Yep. You know? Well it, and and I went into this whole strategy where like a lot of people are going, oh, well, you know, you have your inner circle and the rising tides floats all ships. And then mm-hmm. I got in a position where I was like, you know what? Fuck that. Like, why do I want to help all my friends compete in the same space that I'm competing in? Yeah. And then I realized I don't actually have that many close friends. You, so as I long as it. I keep my circle small, like, okay, I will help them rise their tides, keep right? Tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day... um, Let's say this this podcast. How many downloads do you think it'll get? Oh, this one millions, millions, okay. thousands. <laughs> I, I will say with confidence, I'll say thousands, and I don't yeah. know how many. Yeah. So okay, so we're at thousands. over ten thousand. Yeah. So we're over ten thousand. Um, if anybody's listening to this podcast that has a business and they're wanting to grow their business, and if one, two, ten people implement anything that I said to their business and it helps them out, fuck yes. Mm-hmm. You listened you learned and you applied and you succeeded. Yeah. That's the way it's supposed to fucking happen. Right. Mm -hmm. Anybody that has a failing business or a failing brand strategy and they didn't implement any strategy that I gave them, you're a dumbass. Yeah. And your brand's never going to grow. I really like the, okay. So I, I, we can go as long as we want to go here because I was going to close her out, but I just, just, <laughs> shit, you, you just can't. You we can't can do whatever the fuck you want. Chuck show. and Eric are like, please close it out. Well, they, <laughs> go, <laughs> they go a long drive home. Sorry. So if you guys do what you got to do. Hey, but fuck yeah, you guys. Do you gotta, um, my thing, going back to like, you know, rising tide floats all ships yep. deal. I found myself in a little bit of that feeling um, guilty for cutting some people off. Mm-hmm. Um, no, in I, that mix, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like morally, a little bit. I was kind of like, ah. Or like some relationships fall out, then you kind of let that bother you a little bit. Yep. But then it's like you think about it, it's like, well, how, like, is that person, would I, would I be friends with that person if it wasn't for like business relation, social media relation type shit? You know what I mean? Yep. And like yep. we've had people where they were frequent guests on the show early, and then maybe something happened or a shift in like, um, attitude or perspective or whatever, my disagreement or whatever, not necessarily like hard disagreement or there was like a fight, nothing like that. But like there's been like fallout and it's just normal. That's how life is. Sure. Mm-hmm. But then I find myself feeling guilty because some of that stuff, but like the point you just made is kind of like, well, you know, the people you learn it through time and you can kind of sense it, like who you want yeah. to float with you. Cause you know, like if, if you were on the show and you got good feedback and that helped you yeah. and you turn around and we're like, Hey, Old barn, this deal helped us. And it's like, hey, yeah. come back. We'll and, and then we continue that that at circle, and then we both grow up together. I don't know. I, I guess I'm kind of missing a window of the point I want to make because I don't know how to like put it well, in words. Well, I mean, there's but. been a there's a there's a really cliche phrase of um, you know those who are writing with you aren't always writing for you. That's a very yeah. I like you know that. what I mean. Yeah. And, I haven't heard that. I don't think anyway. Um, yeah. Probably too drunk if I did hear it. Before. And I mean, it's it, and it's so true. I mean, there's a lot of people like and like I said I saw it firsthand as the co-owner and marketing director of Wicked Tree Gear. Yeah, I had a lot of people wanting to ride with me. Yeah, and as soon as I that was done and I left Wicked, hmm, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Where those, where are those people at? You know? Yeah. Um, where they so, at though? I will say there's a there's a handful of podcasts that um, asked us asked us for help, and I helped them. And the next thing I know, I'm an asshole. Yeah. And I'm like, well, well, why am I an asshole? Your competition, you know what I right. mean? And it's it, it always it always kills me the people that will look at another person at their success and they're like, man, fuck him. You know what I mean? I'm yeah, like, yeah. what? Yeah, right, like, right. and that's why I try to be as transparent as I can subconsciously. Like, I want people to know I work my ass off. Right. You know what I mean? Nobody gave me shit. Right. Nothing. That's where we were as tight fitting tees. He wants to show I'm, the results. Well, yeah. Might as well. I'm 41 years old, and like, dude, and I'm in one of dude, the best shapes of my great, life. Dude, you know? for 41, Johnny, if you actually showed up with no shirt, about what's up, Johnny? What's up, dude? What's <laughs> what's up, dude? Uh, dude Johnny, you, Johnny, you look yeah. fucking great for 41, dude. Hey, appreciate yeah, it. a fucking boy. Yeah, well, you're a stallion, sir. But it's but you gotta, <laughs> like I said. I mean, it, it's one of those things. Like <laughs> you're a stallion, sir. <laughs> it's like that's how, a compliment you, of all compliments. Yeah, you fucking like if you're gonna do like you're like ah, my wife's away for a two week trip, but like I want some dudes to come over. Like you're, yeah, stallion. you're a stallion, sir. <laughs> like that's a, that's the perfect greeting. Like yep. you are a stallion, sir. Hey, or as, uh, I listen to the Fire and Kid podcast. Great set of hair on them. Yeah, <laughs> I do have a lot of hair. Uh, <laughs> you ever listen to Fire on the Kid podcast? No, I need to, like they're compliment to another guy. It's like I bet he has a piece on him. Great guy, <laughs> bro. Your, your pecs are popping, man. You're, you're well, doing good, man. So uh, one of the um, one of the actually a company that I'm looking to uh, start doing some marketing for. Is well, you were looking mine. to it until they hear the yeah. Steve Keen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shut the fuck up. Actually, one of my buddies that does a lot of dirt late model <laughs> racing still nationally oh, yeah. and. Um, Great audience, great guy. Like I want to get behind that brand because I I really think that I can help take him, you know, to the next level. And it's one of those things like right. manufacturing, hunting, my landscape company. Like uh, I've done some work for a line clearing company, taxidermy. Yeah, it's all the same stuff. Eric works for a race company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and I always every like I was telling him earlier. Every time I see a post about his welds, I'm like, that's a tight weld. <laughs> I was like, that looks like him. that was laid with like yeah, a car gun. You know what I mean? Well, my has got a piece on him. And that's the thing, second like, times. I don't take anything serious in my life, but work I take fucking yeah. seriously. Yeah, well, you can tell. I mean, it's good. It's good shit. And like anytime I see like nice aluminum welding or nice you know chromoly welding and tubing right. and stuff, I'm like. I dig that shit, yeah. you know, because it was oh. in my race car background stuff. Well, any sure. I think any guy that works a blue collar job can appreciate like a good weld. Like, oh, yeah. I don't consider myself yeah. a welder, but I can make some shit stick together, you know. Like, <laughs> but I like Eric. If I if I need something to look good, I'm like, yo, Eric, you better weld this, dude. Right. Yeah. But like Eric yeah. came in, like the the brain you have on, you have kind of like that uh, sort of like the the right type of engineering brain. What's up, Doug? Um, but you're like, hey, I think I'm gonna put new legs on the podcast table. I got this idea. Like, let's like I'm just always spin ideas because I've always been into building shit. My dad always told me like we'd be working on cars. He's like, I'm like, Dad, I can't do this. He goes, Well, you're gonna sit there all day until you can figure it out. <laughs> yeah, you know. And he'd let me sit there for five hours. Yeah, until I figured it out. Great father, know? right there. Yeah, and yeah. then he'd come just back. Have you figured it out yet? Out. No. Hey, this podcast fails. There. We got a welder. Half engineer, a real engineer over here. <laughs> right, right. Um, Steve can just be on. I'm a sheet metal worker, dude. I can do. He can do most shit, everything, so. and then I'll just yeah. hit Call you with a hammer. I don't know. I don't know. Call it in. Well, whenever I'm I was great I was five. I had my pedal bicycle with training yeah. wheels, and um, I was like, "Mom, I was like, I want to get these training wheels off." I'm five, right? Yeah. And she's like, "Why?" I'm like, "What's well, I? I can't go over this jump that I built, you know, out of dirt." <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like. 
just going to have to work the problem. Yep. Went in the garage and grabbed like, I think I grabbed like a crescent wrench and I found like an open end that would at least moderately fit. It was probably metric, but it didn't strip, <laughs> you know, Right. and took my training wheels off and I was five. And I come home and uh, I'm like, man, my dad's going to be like stoked. Like even at five, I knew that I had done a pretty big thing. Sure. You know what I mean? Right, right. And um, he comes in and he's like, I see you took your training wheels off. And I was like, right fucking right. Yeah. 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 I was yeah. Like, and I built that jump too yeah. with a shovel and dirt. And I, you want to see me jump it? And he's like, after you clean up the fucking tools. That yep. you left on Adam. The <laughs> <laughs> boy. So like that was, I mean, that was when I was five. So like it's that's that, just my mentality for everything. Yeah, but no. look what happened. Like literally you're 41 and you're on this podcast. Like you're fucking like. Dude, I'm, that I'm, was probably like the I'm one going places. moment. I'm going with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be somebody. I'm going to be somebody someday. The I Travis was just Trent so much of a redneck up. at birth. Like my parents decided to like. <laughs> Let's have, let them have a mullet. Or my dad was like, "Cut them a mullet," and I could ride a bike. I'm not. I'm not shitting you. I have video. I, my dad said I could ride a bike when I was two years old without training wheels, and I have video just me eating dude, no shit and gravel. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, and he's over like, "Get up, Kurt!" But I could ride, up, dude. Kurt. Yeah. The, if I didn't have a mullet, I wouldn't have rode without. Well, training you have superpowers with a mullet, dude. Right. Right. Yeah. Why I do you think I, his welds are so badass? <laughs> no well, shit. Mullet. Dude, I, I think I levitated when I was like two and a half. Because I had a mullet. I don't know. Um, speaking of welding, um, at Central Lee High School, middle school, they actually, in the eighth grade, are teaching welding. And Which is awesome. That's yeah, cool, so man. my son um, came in, like, super jacked up one day. And he's like, dude, he goes, we got auto-darkening helmets. And I was yeah. like, ah, damn, yeah. son. I was like, I was, I was the... You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember. I remember. Gotta when try I first... finding it first. Oh, oh, yeah, I gotta find it. <laughs> All right. And, and when, like, I, when I got my first auto darkening, my dad's like, "You're a fucking pussy." It's <laughs> <laughs> like we hey, never uh, had that shit. He still does yeah. it to this day. You know. <laughs> Hey Johnny, Johnny, your kid sounds like a stick welder. Um, let him. Yes. Well, let yeah, him weld some. Uh, That's how you start, man? Let him weld some. Uh, 18 gauge. I'm just fucking. I'm just fucking. I'm fucking. Here it comes. Here it comes. Ready? I don't no, know. No, no, get it, get it, get it, get it. No, no, oh, get, get it on the mic. Get him with a buffalo. This is happening right now. Yeah, it's handle hill. Oh god. Go up a little bit. Yeah, move your head up. What are you yeah, doing? Go head, up. up. What is going on? Oh, yeah, that was a good one. That was a good. That was a good one. You deserve that. I don't regret it at all. But it's—I uh, don't know what kind of budget they have, you know, in their in their shop. Take a little shop. <laughs> but uh, a lot of schools are taking that shit away, though. Hoof diva. It's fucking yeah. like my high school. They had we had auto shop, woods, yep. everything. Yep. Same they don't thing. even have auto shop anymore. No, dude. They barely Wood- have welding anymore. Well, here's uh, like I did woodworking in eighth grade, and yep. I, I got uh, nominated as like the shop foreman, which that's meant, awesome. Which yeah, I yeah. just meant that I cleaned up everybody's tools. <laughs> 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 yeah, it it sounded good. It's the only <laughs> thing I got. Yeah, and I was like, oh, cool. Wait, this sucks. Wait, hold you on know? a second. I'm not getting paid anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but here's am I getting graded? For but this? when I look at like all of that stuff that I watched my dad owning his company, I mean, so basically, I'm like um, seven years old. And I talked my mom into like letting me go to like uh, Walmart or Sam's Club or I think Sam's Club was a thing back then, or no, it was Pace. It was called Pace back then. And um, anyways, same deal, you know, economy bulk buying. And I sure. went and bought like ten, twelve packs of Mountain Dews and like those big, huge boxes of blow pops. <laughs> and yeah, I, I sold I, them I on the I sold them on the school bus. Uh, that was my first entrepreneurship, like my first job. Uh, side know, hustle, man. Side That's hustle. Rad. That's yep. right. So I'm like seven years old. I'm hustling Mountain Dews and blow pops <laughs> and you know shit like that. Slanging, yeah, the goods. And then like when I got down to like just a couple, 
I wasn't charging 50 cents. It was 75 cents. Right. Supply right. and demand. I yeah. was almost Supply out. Supply and demand. You figured um, out Then early. I got busted. The school busted me. Thre- <laughs> they, like, threatened to, like, I Did couldn't sell anymore. Did you become a cop? Did yeah. they, they threaten him yeah. ISS in school suspension? Um, he, he fucking... I couldn't Did, did you anymore. rat? Are you a fucking rat? Did you I, rat on your... No, I'm not, I'm not a, I mean, I was a cop. Is of course, I narked on a lot of people. <laughs> I was a cop. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I lived so far out in the country, I couldn't. Ne- I could never do, like, a lemonade stand. I even tried to get my mom to take me into town where there was a lot of people so I could set up at the rich stand. neighborhood yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 and I, I couldn't do it so uh that kind of sucked um so then i started going to like neighboring like uh, farmers yeah i like, yeah. started doing some you know hanging tobacco then i started sweeping shops and and that kind of stuff do you ever do tassel Mm-mm. no oh, oh yeah. they, they, they might not have had that it might there. not have been a thing yeah, <coughs> yeah. but like the yep. tassel up here that's like your first first job yeah. like yeah. tax job you were like you yeah. do it when you're like 13 do you do sure. tassel doug i did not you did worked on a farm i never did did you Oh, yeah, I did tassel for Team Corn and Pioneer. Eric? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Years. Nope, I worked on the farm. Well, fuck, I, I, I never did tassel either. I heard about kids like my age or like the middle school. Tasseling was a wake-up like, call, man, for your first job. Mm-hmm. It was, man. But that's how growing up was with me. Like, if I wanted something, my old man's like, I'm like, hey, I want a new, you know, skateboard or whatever. He's okay, like, yeah. go, go fucking like, well, get it. Uh, <laughs> I got a buddy. His yard can, needs cleaned up. You know, you better go help him. Because yep. you're going to buy that skateboard with the money you yeah. I mowed a shit ton to get my that's first how, iPod, that's man. How it always oh, was, yeah. My man. first 30 gig iPod with the scroll button. Dude, oh, yeah. I mowed so many lawns for that thing. I um, Diesel on that? I started, somewhere. I still have it somewhere. Uh, well, I started picking up uh, walnuts. Um, I did that. I had a little a little empire. Then I actually got some buddies to actually start helping. So <laughs> yeah. I had subcontractors. Oh, yes. I mean, dude, I was like yeah, 10 good. and had and had subs you know what i mean had subcontractors working for me i mean um i just i've always like i always love the hustle and i always love the business and always did it honestly i mean never stole anything from anybody i just you know tried to make money and then you fast forward uh when i started my own landscape company i started with a wheelbarrow literally i had a wheelbarrow and i went and bought a shovel right and then seven years later i ended up selling that business and then bought you know it all comes back to that like, like hard work pays off that's it i mean that if you want something hard work and good ideas it. like yeah pay, i mean pays off. yeah and i've had some bad ideas like, i'm not going to say that i oh, every sure. everyone's <laughs> i've had some dingers you know what yeah. i mean <laughs> they've got to on paper <laughs> dinger in the gotta have field, you know yeah dude i've uh this podcast is doing decent like i've i've done some embarrassing shit in the hunting game like before this like uh-huh. bad you know but got to yeah no i mean you know we've we've all we and that's the thing as long as you just keep hustling keep grinding like you guys Mm -hmm. are doing a good thing here and i i like i like coming here and talking to you guys because your all's audience is an audience that i mean the working class if that's what we're you know what i mean yeah yeah you know it's um they appreciate it yeah it may not be an audience that i always get you know, sometimes with some of the brands that I work with, yeah. sometimes you can get grouped into a different category For sure. of people. Because yep. uh, you see those memes where it says, you people wearing Sitka think yep. you're better than everybody. I was going to say that. People but wearing tuxedos. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Uh, here's the deal. They approached me, and it is the warmest shit I've ever worn. Yeah. And I know the engineering that goes into it. So my engineering, manufacturing side of me says, Hell yeah, I can get behind that. It's, well, it's awesome right. stuff, right? S- same thing, right? Lone Wolf Custom Gear. Mm-hmm. You're going to spend that much on a stand? You're going to call that working class? Like, listen, I've said this on the podcast before. Go back. It's on record. I How many $35 stands do I have? I have <laughs> thousands of dollars in the $35 sure. stands. Yep. Now I have one fucking stand. And how will that work out for you? Well, <laughs> one. And I bucked out this year. Tell, yeah. tell that, uh, you know, the same guy that asked that question, like, go into a mechanic shop. The best mechanic in the world 
is he running like the shittiest tools or has he got some Mac and snap on? Right. Cause it's shit. If you work at John Deere, you're a pitch Trust me. You know, <laughs> you work, if you work on cars, <laughs> shitty tools suck. Yeah. yeah. No, good yeah, tools makes break. a big difference. Yeah, it, it makes a difference. So makes a job faster, makes it easier, makes it more efficient. And I've said the same thing with, you know, with custom gear, people are like, oh man, you know, you work with XOP and you work with custom gear. I'm like, yeah, I have what is a affordable mobile stand entry. You know what I mean? If that's what you want to get into, but it's good quality stuff. It's better than some steel hang on or whatever. Yep. And then, you know, you have the custom gear, which is the crazy, super lightweight. Yes. It's more expensive, but dude, it's like water jet. Like, you know, I mean, there's so much nice shit there. I mean, there was no question when I was going on my bear hunt in that rugged, dense Narnia oh, forest. Yeah. There was only one stand I was taking with me. Right, you know? right. Like, That's yeah. in end, every industry, though. It's not just hunting industry. Yeah. yeah. Like, in fabricating, mm-hmm. you can have the best shit or you can have and, shit that And you see you that right. in a lot of right. other industries. Like, mm-hmm. that is something that's becoming more known. Like, buy the right shit. Buy quality shit the first time, you know? And that's yeah. like an older generation thing, too. You hear a lot yeah. of, like, grandparents. They're mm-hmm. like, buy it once, buy it right. That's you right. got to replace yeah, that true. shit. And fucking a, people forget, right. like, with custom right the gear, it's a, it's a lifetime warranty. Yeah. You know, so they're they're backing up their it's brand. The last stand. Hey, that, hey that's a listen, no-brainer stand, by the way. Hey, listen, I get nice. it. Like, I get why people would question <laughs> it. Like, I'm not acting like, why are they doing that? I understand it. I get it. it but, I mean, it's but you, a lot of money. It is a lot of money, and I understand, but a lot of people like, you call yourself working class? A lot of guys bust their ass to make money to buy good shit. Exactly. And the thing is, too, is like once you buy enough cheap shit, you realize, fuck, I should have bought the good shit. Yeah. But that's up to you, man. You make a call and where you put I'm not all about like big fancy rides and stuff like that. My wife's vehicle's got a cracked windshield, and it's had a crack in it for a year. Does anybody want to question you know I mean? our, like, if we're working class? Like, Come look to our at my studio. bank account. <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys know every fucking day. It's like, like three times a day. I was like, Jesus Christ, you can't afford groceries? Like, I had to go to my parents' house and well, buy me groceries. That's we're an interesting class, thing, bro. too. Like, you know, there's been times I've, and, and this this is another Facebook post that I've seen copied and pasted a bunch of times, and, and it resonates with me so much. There's been times that I had Corvettes in my driveway. There's been times that I had $5 in my checking account and my cell phone bill was due 30 days ago. Oh, you know, yeah. like you Verizon, know I mean? you can, you can put like, if, if you want to pay like the Verizon, but you don't got the money, like put the payment like three days before you get paid and they won't take it out for like another three days. Oh, nice. So that's how you do. And, oh, and, there and, you go. and my homie who, uh, <laughs> who bought a house too, they had to do the same thing. It was like the, that forward payment. Uh-huh. I've done that. Probably every month for like the past like three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like I got a payment due, but I'm like I'm gonna put the post date three days after I'm gonna get paid, yep. and that's how you got to do it. Yep. Thanks for making our whole crew seem. Oh, like I'm, so, I'm sorry. No, no, you guys don't have to do it. This is this well, is me and Johnny Utah. But like, and, yeah, this is working class shit, dude. And you know, like I said, I've I've been there. I've been on both ends of the spectrum. Like there was huh? there was a one there was one period in my life where I could have literally did like the uh, redneck MTV cribs outside of my house <laughs> just on the, the Johnny Utah vehicle edition. Yeah, <laughs> it was stupid, you know, oh, yeah. but. Um, with that entrepreneurship, you know, as long as you're betting on yourself, like you can't go wrong. You know what I mean? And you can't blame anybody else. You right, know, for but sure. I enjoy it. That's a good, it's, it's what I do. And you're good at it. I sir. did have wow. a, well, it's, well, it's here's what I want to do. Steve, I don't care about yeah. what you got to no, say. No, it's, it's very and positive. Dude. I want to thank you for yeah. coming into the studio yeah. again yes. and recording yet another long podcast. Oh, yeah. I've enjoyed every minute of it. Um, 
So I appreciate you making the drive. Appreciate your time. Thank I'm looking you. forward to many more long podcasts yeah, like this in the studio, yeah. especially when the studio's redone and we're ready to film in here and have all sorts of fun in here. <laughs> That's so, bad shit. I appreciate it, yeah. man. Um, Roundtable, I know you guys are antsy to go to the Iowa boys. They got long drives home. You got anything to close out with? For no, ATAs next week, we'll be there. Come say ATA. hello. Yeah, yeah. Be a blast. Yeah. We'll yeah. all be there, actually. Yeah. Um, anybody got any closing thoughts? No. Just real quick. Uh, Steve has one. To touch on what he said and a buddy of mine said when he said bet on yourself, yeah. a good buddy of mine, Bobby Ray Bunch, who was like the, the first comic who actually believed in me, recently he's had a great string of success with his – He's had a long career of like stand up and now he's doing great shit. Uh check out um he's got food truck fights and he he built this empire off of doing stand up. He's like, "You know what the biggest bet I made was betting on myself." Yeah. He's invest, like, "I bet on myself." In invest in yourself and he's like, "That's the biggest turnaround that I've ever had." So, bet on yourself. Guys, I bet on myself. I've made some pretty good progress, but like out there do double what I did and have some great success because I want to see that shit, dude. I'm, I want to see everybody doing better than me. That's that's what I want. Thank you, Steve. Well, and also, yes. like I said, um, if anybody wants to follow along with anything that I'm doing, please, um, on Instagram, it's johnny.utah.hunt. Um, if you want to watch some hunting episodes, you can check out Arrow Wild TV on Carbon TV and YouTube. And if you're in the uh, need of photography or marketing, consulting, um, Johnny Utah Creative, and I try to keep all those separate so I can work with maybe there's uh, yeah, the same man. brand in the same category or two different brands in the same category, and and I don't want to you know compete with those, but it allows me not to pigeonhole myself into For one sure. certain thing. So, um, and if they want to call, yeah, if they want to call, um, Bourbon Barrel calls. Um, it is so the links shop the shop now and the links in the instagram uh but from facebook and it'll take you right there but uh, okay. i've got a shopify and working class bowhunter edition coming yeah that's soon. gonna be coming coming very soon i'm really i'm really excited about that that's I, can't, I can't wait till me and johnny yeah, utah hunt together awesome. and he's like one day he's like you know what fuck this whole deal <laughs> 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 Steve. No, dude. he's like fuck the whole fucking thing no your I, podcast I, is terrible i, I think it's <laughs> uh i think it's gonna be good i i know it's gonna be good and uh, sounds like we're going to have at least two, maybe different uh, versions. Working class, yeah. Versions. That's a yeah, confident motherfucker WCB. right there. He's taking me um, on, and he knows there's going to be success. Hey, and maybe this, maybe and I this, can maybe I can make like the brand for it that you burn into it. <laughs> there you go. Hey, yeah, there you, you go. Never do that. Yeah, and you know, it's, and it's cool. one of those things too, like where we're going to set this up as a dropship thing. So like I'm putting my faith in, you know, working class bow hunter. Like I'm going to do the stock. I'm going to hold You're the stock. You know, yeah. I'm betting on you guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we just got to um, forward that email when that order comes in. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, um, essentially that's on me. Yeah, exactly. So me that's all Eric. you guys got to do. Name and address and number of calls, you know, yeah, in, in which skew, you know, which, which one it is. We'll so. get that going. Hope, definitely before turkey season, that'll be happening. Yeah. Did yeah. we miss yeah, any, any, did we miss anything? Time. We hit it. We hit it. This was a fun episode. Jesus. We covered all. We had fun. Yeah. We yeah. got crazy. That's all. Thank That's you guys it. so much for Thank tuning you. in. We'll see Thank you at ATA. If you're not, the weekend after we'll be in Nebraska, Lincoln, Nebraska. Thank lot, you for listening. A lot of shows this year. So a lot we'll of shows you. coming up. Thank you for the support. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you. The most legendary shows in the outdoors is on Waypoint TV. Don't miss Primo's Truth About Hunting, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.